Warning! What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned. Ladies and gentlemen, dorks and dweebs, nerds of all ages, GeekPod Network Productions is proud to bring to you the most electrifying middle-aged guys in Syracuse, the Doctor, Hugh Allen, the pod whore, Paul Showitz. Alone, they are single geek beacons in a dark cop drama world. But when the mics go hot, they are GeekPod. God Welcome to GeekPod, the only podcast that watches hardcore porn for the plot and cinematography because Pirates by Ellie June is a goddamn masterpiece. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Corbs. I'm Hugh. Gentlemen, let's catch a buzz. All right. Well, I, we got some interesting stuff going on this week. Now, the, the first beer you've got in front of you, I was excited when I saw this, um, then found out it wasn't quite what I thought it was. Um, this is something from Founders, and I brought two Founders beers today, called Redankulous. Now... There is a Founders beer called Dank Wood, which I've had, which I've now discovered is this beer, but aged in uh, bourbon barrels. And uh, when I first uh, grabbed it from Wegmans, um, I was like, wow, this is different. I've never had anything like that. It's weird, but I kind of like it. Uh, discovered that the bottles were like from 2017. Interesting. Yeah, they were really old. Um, when I saw this today, I was like, oh, wow, this must be the regular version of it. It turns out they actually haven't brewed this recently. This is also from 2017, so I'm a little worried. <laughs> uh, but uh, this is an, uh, an Imperial Red India Pale Ale. Now, I'm not one for red beers. I don't like, you know, regular red ale. Uh, but when I picked this up before, I was really shocked at how good it was. It is, you know, when they say dank, you know, they're, they're not kidding. We're not talking dank in, like, the, uh, the, the pot. Uh, sort of way. We're talking, you know, it hits you full force. Uh, just to read uh, off the back, this bold 9.5% Imperial Red IPA pours a pleasing burnt amber, color caramel, and roasted barley introduce a subtle sweetness, but the hops are the true headliner in this big IPA. The spicy, piney, tropical complexities of Chinook, Mosaic, and Simcoe hops hit you right away with their dank aroma, and they stick around. It's not just ridiculous, it's ridiculous. I'm going to tell you, Paul, this is going to taste like no IPA you've had before, even without it being um, aged in a barrel. This is definitely something different. Okay. All I know is everything you just said there made me think of Tracy Morgan's part in um, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back with the whole, I don't know what the fuck you just said, little kid, <laughs> but you touched my heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Uh, but, hey, guys. Let's do it. I'm going to talk. I'm going to let you guys take a sip, and then I'll try it, and hopefully it's as good as I remember. Now, I don't know. Are you catching it, too? Like, you can actually smell it through the room. Unless that was Hugh. That wasn't... No, no, (laughs) that was not me. That's definitely the beer. It's got a good good aroma to it. Yes, it does. It doesn't smell like dish soap, which is good. That's always good. That might have been the glass, too. I don't know. Oh, that's so good. That is an excellent, excellent beer. Can you believe that's still considered an IPA? 
Only because you told me it. If you would have just poured it without doing that, I wouldn't have said that. This actually reminds me of the chocolate beer you made. Really? Yes. That's, that's interesting that's the vibe because I got it's a completely it. different kind of beer. Yeah. Even it's exactly <laughs> the same, but totally different. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's, that's that going to be that kind of show. <clears throat> I've been looking for this, forward to this all day, by the way, guys. What, the show or the beer? The show. I didn't know about the beer. All I knew was Founders. Yeah. 37. Damn. Yeah, well... Let's not stress it too much because my wife will kill me. I put it in a, a row. Card. Yeah. Yes. No. Um, you know what it was is uh, I yeah, dropped my daughter off at work and then I'm like, you know what? I want to grab something interesting, you know, because I never bring beer. You always have beer in your fridge. And I was like, well, I got a little money on the credit card, so I swung by Stafford. And Stafford is great. I mean, this is one of my favorite stores. Um, not quite the selection of say. Um, branching out, but you're going to find stuff at Stafford you won't find at branching out, especially when it comes to beers that are past their expiration date, because <laughs> you really need to look. You're going to find gems there, stuff that really shouldn't be out there in the market, stuff that people have been looking for and saying, I can't find this anywhere. It's in a box in the little back hallway that you're allowed to go where they just stack boxes of beer, and you can go through them and look for whatever you want, and you will find shit <laughs> that you're surprised is there. Yeah, we'll probably have dust on the bottle. But it's oh, okay. Definitely. Oh, that's what I thought I saw. I'm looking at it. I'm like, is that just like frosty from being in the car? Or nope, that was fucking dust. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely was dust. That's that's what you call an aged beer. That's definitely aged. There we go. See, I am not enunciating, and we barely started this. But you know what we discovered uh, from the beer fest, uh, especially when um uh, we were having it at the founders booth, we discovered that um the aging of their beers has a tendency to mellow out some of the harsher flavors. Like yes. we're trying the KBS. Uh, we went through the several different levels, and I mean, that was great. Was it? I'm trying to remember which ones we tried, because there, it was a flurry of, here, try this, here, try this, here, try it, this. It was, and, and maybe you didn't quite catch on it, but he was uh, having us try the Kentucky Breakfast Stout, and we actually tried um, a few years ago, and then the more current one, and then the current one, and... That's when we were on, because people are going to be able to tell when I do this, that side. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, side. yeah that side. Yeah. And what I noticed from that is, well, when I first had KBS... Um, the, the, the current uh, version, that this well, this last year's version of it, uh, the first thing I noticed, it was really good, but it was super boozy. It, like, you know, the bourbon barrel just hit you right in the, the back of your mouth. And while I don't necessarily dislike that, I kind of felt like it, it overpowered some of the other aspects of the beer. But when you taste the age versions, that kind of, like, melds in. And it's still there, but everything seems to work in harmony. That's what he said. I just drink it. I get handed beer and said, drink this, try it. But you know the other thing to be excited about tonight, Paul, is our annual, this is our annual St. Patrick's Day episode. Because you know we're not going to get in here to record another one before St. Patrick's Day. I want to change that. <laughs> I'm really trying. Because even Kristen said, why is it so long between recordings? And it's like, bitch, you have me doing shit daily. Like, when do I have time? But I really want to change that. Really, really want to change that. And it, I, I, I'm living proof that I can do it because I've kept a weekly schedule on This Week in Geek. So, granted, I mean, I can sit down for ten minutes and just rattle off about comics and toys, but... And then shoot it out because, you know, my co-host has been MIA on that one, too, so... Oh, so you've just been doing that by yourself? Yes. Any reason for your co-host being MIA? Um, yeah, because he has a job. It's, oh. He's been getting scheduled those shifts when we do it. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about firing him anyway because he can't keep up the charade. We record on a Tuesday evening, but I make it sound like it's coming out Wednesday morning, yeah. and he keeps fucking it up. I'm like, dude, come on! <laughs> no, Aaron, I'm not really going to fire you. Settle down. Liar. Probably. I mean, no. 
Um, if you want to send your audition tapes in, it's... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, so let's continue on. Let's start going into what's got you geeked while we're, we're still doing it. Unless you had more to say about this specific beer. No, I'm just going to enjoy it. Oh my god, it's so good. Oh, that's what we never did. It's good, right? Everyone likes it? Yeah, it's very good. I do it. You know, I, 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 and I'll tell you right now, I'm not a big fan of IPAs. I don't drink, and I don't drink a lot in general, but I could sit down and have one or two of these. And I got to say, I'm impressed be, only because I, not to say you guys don't have sophisticated palates. Actually, I don't know about you. I haven't really drank with you before, uh, but you did have a, a Budweiser in your hand when I walked in. So, you know, I have to go. Don't, on don't, don't let that <laughs> fool you. I was, but, uh, uh, last night I was drinking vodka and, uh, Salted caramel vodka and blue raspberry vodka. Like I said, yeah, don't don't look at me like that, Paul. Okay, <laughs> just 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 because I, I'm drinking fairy drinks, don't look at me like that. Seriously, it, just because See, this... this is where it needs to be a video podcast because <laughs> yeah, then you can does. get the whole like the shit I am giving him and just slowly <laughs> shaking my head at him. No, it's just because when I first had the Dankwood uh, version of this... Every time he says that, I just think of him ripping a bong. (laughs) Yeah, me ripping a bong. When I first had it, I actually wasn't sure. I thought it tasted a bit like plastic. It was really weird and not what I was used to. So it it took me going back to it because I... Back in my head, I'm like, there's something there and I'm missing it. I don't know how many people do that with beer, but sometimes I'm like, there's something there and I'm missing it. So I had to go back to it. And it became one of my favorites. Nice. Usually, when if I'm saying there's something missing about this, it's because I don't have one in my hand. That's what's missing. That's because I am not. I am an uncultured swine when it comes to alcohol. He was trying his damnedest to educate me on it, but I'm just like, just give me alcohol. I mean, but I've got cool pint glasses. Oh, and that—that's half the battle, right? Cool I mean, glasses. yeah. It doesn't matter what you put in it, right? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Matter. You also can't hear the eye roll over here. But <laughs> so yeah, Paul. What's got you geeked? Um, well, two things. I was originally going to use the fact that we're, we're planning our huge Disney vacation, mm. um, which is a year away. But that's not really now. I, I'd rather talk about um, my, my summer concert series that I'm doing this year. And no, I don't play an instrument or sing, as Hugh can attest. He's heard me try to carry you to no, I'm going to be hitting some shows this summer, and I'm I'm pretty fucking psyched about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some pretty good shows coming around this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the first one, I'll go in order of the three that I, I have already lined up. The first one, JoJo Siwa in May. <clears throat> You'd look great with a bow in your hair. Yeah, JoJo yeah. bow. Did we discuss that on the la- our last and, episode and together? No, but yet I'm starting to think maybe you should be doing a podcast with my daughter instead of me. I mean, we could do that too. Uh, no, freaking both the girls are into this shit, and so we thought it'd be a really good idea to get them tickets to go. It's gonna be their first real concert. Ah, oh, well, that's just a perfect way to ruin them for life. I mean, yeah, I know. Well, my first concert was Huey Lewis in the News. That is not a bad concert. Those guys are awesome. I had a blast. I got I'm not be, gonna lie. I went to see MC Hammer. Was that your first concert? First concert, MC Hammer, Fidel Ice. Wow! Like for the time, that's a mind blowing fucking show. You know what my first show was? Your own? Danzig. Well, yeah. Danzig, Dan- Suicidal Tendencies, and Metallica. Oh, my God. Why wow. did you go to a show after that? It's I know, like, really? I'm done. <laughs> You're right. Um, yeah. I mean, technically, Madison's first concert was the Dave Clark Five at the fair. Because we took her as an infant, my dad and I, because he wanted to see them. So I'll hold that over her head for the rest of her life. <laughs> but... So yeah, May, um, we're doing that one, and I've been elected to be the one to take them, which means they'll actually have a good time. 
Um, and then in July, I'm going down to Buffalo to see fucking Rage Against the Machine. Oh. Aren't the tickets on for that like ridiculously expensive? They weren't when I got them day of. Okay, because I saw some meme about them being like 300 bucks a piece no. or something. Okay, no, no, I wasn't no, no, sure. No. I figured it wasn't true. Everything across the board, when you could get them that morning, were 125 Okay. Not bad. I ended up in the 300 section five minutes after they went on sale. Wow. Yeah. But we'll be checking that out. That was one of the bucket list ones. And this is this is a topic I want I want to cover sometime is like bucket list shows for everybody. I, I didn't really want to throw it at you like that, but because we're talking about it. Oh, uh, dude, mine's mine's already done. So. Oh. And, and mine'll never happen. So. He's dead, huh? They're oh yeah, one of them is dead. Was it Prince? Oh. Don't look at me like that. That motherfucker was talented. Seriously, I would go see Prince okay. if he was still alive. I wouldn't. No, my bucket list is Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm, I could see that. I would I would hit that one up too. Uh, no, it, and this was something that started um, on a drive back from New Hampshire, one of the years that we went out there. We were talking, actually it was two years ago, now that I think about it. Um, we were just bullshitting because it's a five and a half hour drive and we're trapped in a car. And I started talking about bands and concerts and my, my bucket list bands that I wanted to see. And I, I was rattling them off, including Dropkick Murphys. And we come home, and don't they fucking announce that they're playing the fair like two <laughs> days after that? I'm like, well, there's another one. In this bucket list, like, once they're checked off, that doesn't mean that I'm done with it. Because, obviously, I've seen Murphys, like, three times. And they come, they're coming back this they're year. They're coming back this year. That was mm-hmm. the, the final one out of my three is the Murphys at the mm-hmm. fair again. Yeah. So, I will I will do what I've done the last two years in a row. Get fucking shit-faced and go rock out to some Boston Celtic rock. Well, there you go. Now, my, my bucket list was Pearl Jam, and I saw them, but, <coughs> you know, I'd love to see them again if they ever come to anywhere in fucking New York that isn't New York City. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know that Syracuse is a shitty town, but you've got Buffalo, and I mean, I mean, the closest they come is New York City or Philadelphia. And, and I Toronto. Don't, okay. They'll yeah. do Toronto, too. And I don't ever want to go to Philadelphia again. No, that place is a scum hole. No, it wasn't a scum hole. It was just all, all the one-way streets with parking oh, on downtown? both sides. Yeah, the yes. Yeah, it's it's just insane. I mean, I went down there with a buddy of mine who uh, won the tickets from uh, 95X. And we had won, you know, tickets, hotel, right? So we go down there. We don't really have much money. We have a little bit of money thinking it's going to be for food, right? We had to park like 17 or 18 blocks away from the hotel because the hotel was going to charge us like $60 to park there. That's insane. After this, this was after the concert. You said we'd be coming in after midnight to sleep until like eight in the morning, and then get up and head back. Yeah, they don't give um, a shit. Yeah. yeah. So we we found a place that was only thirty bucks, so we still had a few dollars to eat, and then walked uh, after midnight in Philadelphia with creepy people looking at us. It was just. Oh, Trump was there when you were there too. <laughs> wow. I've told you guys that story, right? I know I told it on the fight, but we literally had to relocate hotels when we were down there for madison when we were at chop because that motherfucker was staying across the street from us it's when he was in town for his fucking victory lap or whatever yeah and we wouldn't have been able to get out of city proper to get to madison's appointments we literally had to uproot and move from the fucking hotel we were in out of like the actual downtown limits so we could get to where we needed to go because everything was closed off the next day and we found this out from a really cute blonde at um hard rock cafe while we were eating dinner so fuck that guy. Wow, so that's got to be tough, closing things off, and that's already a dif- difficult city to navigate. Yes. Yeah. There, Literally, you could have, not get in and out of the city. Have you been there before? No, okay, okay, imagine a smaller than average side size road. People are allowed to park on each side, but everything is one way. Okay? So you, you've got barely a car's width to get through, 
you don't necessarily know if you go up here when you're going to hit a street that'll let you go the way you want to go. It's just insane. Who, whoever designed this this city grid was you know, on drugs. Most likely. I mean, Syracuse downtown is a fucking dream compared to Philadelphia. I mean, it's not as big a city, but again, people complain about downtown being screwed up. Yeah. Not compared to that. Which it is. Downtown sucks. Yep. More and more. It's getting worse. Well, I will drive there at least. I don't want right. to. I, I wouldn't drive in Philly to. if I could help it. Yeah. Um. All right. Do we want to touch on any more of the the bucket list? Do you only have one bucket list band? Oh uh, yeah. Really? Well, I've already seen Soundgarden. Uh, I mean, I'd like to see Alice in Chains, but it really isn't Alice. It's not in Chains. the same now. Well, well, I. But you know, I haven't really given the new album a good listen, so they, they still might be fine. And I've always insisted that Alice in Chains uh, was not Lane Staley; it was Jerry Cantrell. Sorry if you disagree, but um, yeah, I think Jerry that that's where the sound comes from. His harmonies in the background. Uh, but, I mean, I like them, but it's not like I really want to see them. I, I'd really like to see Pearl Jam a second time. Me too. Um, Where did you... Oh, you just told us Philadelphia. I'm an idiot. Don't mind me. Yeah, finish that beer, Paul. I saw them in Buffalo in 97, 96. Oh, so, so before they were, like, so huge, they were selling out bigger stadiums for, you know, three and four days at a time. Yeah, no, this was, this was like, Buffalo's, whatever their biggest stadium. Ralph Pulson? That's where the Bills play. That's, That's the big disgusting. stadium. No, this was a rooftop one, uh, covered. I want to say HSBC. Now it's probably Key, probably, which is where yeah, I'm seeing Rage. Yeah, but that's, that's this was the, the one where they were fighting with um, Ticketmaster. Yeah, with Ticketmaster. Yeah. Because I remember I carried that ticket around in my wallet for years until it literally disintegrated. You know what's actually? I think I still have mine in my wallet. Uh, what's funny about that is that if you look at the news uh, about Pearl Jam and their new album and stuff, you know, people say, "Well, these guys, you know." 11th album they have they're not as good as they used to but maybe there's a few good tracks but you know what they're motherfucking top selling bands right now that cannot sell out a stadium for four days in a row and pearl jam comes into town sets up and a lot of times that's what they did when i saw them in philly it was when they closed down the wachovia mm-hmm. um, it was four nights in a row and sold out every single night i mean it's insane i mean they i don't know if it's just that you know that the people that like them you know aren't I mean, they're buying albums. They're still making money. I don't know why they're not still popular, because if you look at their concert sales, at, you'd think that they're one of the biggest bands in the world. They're just not radio-friendly anymore. Maybe. Like, maybe that, that's that's, yeah, it could be that's their is. thing. And a lot of Most bands that go not radio-friendly don't, again, sell out four nights in a row in the same place. Yeah, but Pearl Jam's got a... The good, pedigree. Yeah, they've got, they got a loyal following. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I, I'm not a... I, no offense. I'm not a fan of them. I never have been, because I lived in a house with four buddies of mine. Me and three other guys. And when you listen to Pearl Jam for 24 hours a day, <laughs> seven days a week, for 365 days a year. When was this? Uh, right when they got, right when they well, first got popular. Well, the you good news is they don't sound anything like well, that. You want, to take a, you want to take a drill and just kind of go right through your ear. <laughs> yeah, they are completely so, different now. Yeah, whole different sound. I guess they released another track off of the album already, and they I did. haven't heard that one yet. Uh, it's called Super Blood Wolf Moon, and I can play it for you uh, during the break or something if you want. Outstanding. I yeah, I just I haven't listened to it yet. I, again, it's different. It's not as different as the other one. Um, not a bad song, though. No, it's not. Dance actually, that got stuck in my head for like four days to the point where I was like trying to listen to other music to get it out. <laughs> yeah, their, their, late, their first single from their new album is... God, it's almost a dance trance track. I mean, they they said they wanted to do something completely different. They all wrote pieces and then brought it in and then recorded it. Like, it wasn't what they typically do. Um, but the song is completely different. I mean, if you listen to it, you would think it was like, I don't know, The Killers or something, maybe? I told um, you, I texted you when I was listening to it, that it sounds like a Talking Heads track. 
that's what I got out but of it. But it's really fucking good, It too. is good, yeah. It sounds like the track list is going to have some really fucking weird names, though. Yeah, it seems like they're they're going to go... Is that he on drugs field. again? I don't think so. Okay. That's just him naturally. Was he ever on drugs? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, he was. Yes. During which album? Um, uh, yes. Definitely during 10. Oh, so the good one. Yeah. Maybe he should go back <laughs> on drugs. You listening, Eddie? No, you're not. Wow. Maybe if he is, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> At his age? I mean, come on. If, if we're in our 40s, what's he got to be? They're older than us, right? Yeah, They've had to be, yeah. All right, this has turned into the Pearl Jam episode. Okay. I'm not, Let's move on. Yeah. Okay, so, Corbs. Yes? It's got you geeked. Um, wow. Uh, no, for me, it's it's <laughs> it's baseball. Baseball season started. That's right. It's come back. Pitch, pitches and catchers reported, you know, baseball. Actually, today was the first, first day of spring training games. I saw the Yankees game was on when yeah, I was Yankees, at. Yeah, uh, they lost two two to one to the guy. to the Blue Jays. So they lost. They did outstanding. Yeah, I so, like it when that happens. I love when the Yankees lose. I don't care who beats the Yankees as long as they lose. Agreed. So. He was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so no, that's 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 it. You know, I'm just, you know me. I'm a baseball fan, even though I I can't sit and watch an entire game. It's the world's most boringest sport. <laughs> maybe well, I don't know. Maybe golf might be boringer. To watch, yes. Yeah, golf is pretty... You know what's funny? I actually enjoy watching golf. I don't know why. I can't watch I it. I watch one golf match a year. I watch the Masters. Masters. Every year. That's the only one. I, I'll turn it on and watch here and there. I watch a couple shots and, you know... But for me, I mean, it's... For me, it's baseball. I mean, I like going to the games. I like going to the Chiefs games. I only got to one last year, but... Um, my son wants to go a few more times this year, nice. so... I've got to take the girls. I haven't taken the girls to a Chiefs game yet. Or a Mets game now. Yeah, right. Get it right, damn it. Because I called them the Chiefs all last year and I caught shit for it. <laughs> Fuck everybody. Sorry. I digress. Corns, drink your beer so we can open this one. Yeah, Sorry, right on Jesus. You. Jesus Christ. Fuck, I don't fucking drink. But he was just telling us he was drinking vodka last night. Multiple yeah. kinds of vodka. Yeah. I had Salt two shots. Salt caramel douchebag with some blueberry uh, dipshit, wasn't it? <laughs> That's basically what we hey, got. Hey, I'll, I'll tell you right now. The salted caramel one was, was pretty good, but the blue raspberry one was fucking amazing. My, it was I, delightful. My my girlfriend had a, a big shot. Is she glass. that big? Is that why? Yeah, you're... she's in my pocket right now. <laughs> yeah, there's a different name for those. <laughs> she had, <laughs> excuse me. She, she had a shot. She only wanted to do half the shot, so I got to do the other half. So, and her cousins and stuff were in town, so they were. We were over at her co- another cousin's house, and we were. They were drinking and having a good time and out back sledding and all that stuff. And like, here, try this. And she's like, no, I don't like that. I'm like, oh fuck off. <laughs> That's mine now, I guess. <laughs> So then she did. See, they were like, "Oh, try the blue raspberry one. You'll like that one." She took a sip of it. She's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Oh, fuck! I do it. I don't care." <laughs> That's what happens when I start doing shots. I just don't give a just, fuck. They it. just keep going. <laughs> I just don't give Done. a fuck anymore. So that's what's got me geeked is baseball, baseball and vodka. Nice. They go together real well. I think that would be a bad idea. Not no, come, come, come watch us on Sundays when we play in the summertime. It's a good idea. <laughs> there you go. See, I can't come watch you on Sundays because I'll be playing football at the same time. That's true. You're a dick. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hugh, what's got you geeked? Ready for a callback? On March 27th, Pearl Jam releases its 11th studio <laughs> album, Gigaton. The first two singles, Dance of the Clairvoyance and Super Blood Wolf Moon, are out, and I am very much looking forward to this album. I um, not this not necessarily because I think... I, Based off the first two songs, I don't know if this is going to be an album I really dig, but something I've noticed now that I have the uh, three-month trial, and I'm trying to find some way to 
scheme my way into getting a discount on the uh, the XM Sirius radio mm. thing. Gotcha. Because um, we, we got a new car. You know that, right? We got a new car. Uh, I think you mentioned it yeah. during. So I got a new three month trial. Um, I am loving the Pearl Jam station, and nice. something I'm noticing is songs where when the album came out, I was like, I don't like this one. Because as they went on, there were fewer and fewer songs on each album that really resonated with me. Mm-hmm. But the songs I didn't like are the songs I really like more now. Interesting. It, it's it it's it's weird. I mean, like we said, they have a very unique relationship with their fans. And, I mean, I don't know if you're always in the right place in life to get a song, but as I get older, a lot of the songs that I was just like, oh, that's stupid, I'm like, oh, wow, I totally get that now. And hmm. it'll get stuck in my head. It's weird. I, I, it's not like that's the only band I listen to, but... I don't know of any band I've ever listened to where I've had this kind of evolving relationship with their music. Interesting. See, I need to go back to the old uh, catalog then. Yeah, maybe. Now you're just doing it on purpose, aren't you? Can what? we do the game? Like, tell them about the game, Corbs. Re- this was I your re- idea. Yeah, what's my idea? Yeah. So, well, I'll, t- I'll tell them. So, for Christmas... <laughs> so defensive, you see that? Keep it up and I'll whip this thing at you. No. So, for, so for Christmas, apparently, Paul got some uh, Geek Pod drink coasters from his wife apparently she does love him i'm not sure about that i think she's just trying to take over like a pretty soon i think she's going to be our boss for this <laughs> take over it <laughs> she's the wife <laughs> hasn't she already taken over everything else yes but uh, this has been at arm's length you keep your wife at arm's length well you know what how do you have how do you have fun with her then if she takes I've over been a long time we don't have fun if she takes over maybe we'll actually get somewhere right scheduling a workout and <laughs> So the drinking, you, the, you having a little trouble over there? Yeah, <laughs> because there's a goddamn cord in my way. As I'm trying to equally pour out this crowler, except yeah, for that, as he dumps it on the table. Uh, instead of watching him like an asshole, I probably could have been explaining what this beer oh, was. That's all over the table now. That's a good thing we have those coasters. <laughs> <laughs> and we swear we're only one beer in. Like, I'm two. But that's oh. all right. Oh, well, good point. I forgot about my cherry shoof. That's whatever. true. Oh, so we're, we're going to talk about the, 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 the drinking with the clinking and... Yes, the clinking and the drinking. Go for <laughs> Did it. Did you even get there? No. We started picking... No, we started running. You just fucking spoon beer on the table. I mean... So every time you hear a clink on the coasters, you, you got to do a shot or a drink or something. Yeah. So we call it the clink to drink. The clinking and drinking. No, we don't. We didn't agree on that. I, fuck it, I did, so... I didn't Cheers write it down, me. so it's not yeah. going to show up anyway. <laughs> You're not going to fucking remember anyways. No. All right. Even though I'm the one that provided this beer, you want to go ahead and explain to them? Uh, well, I'll do Actually. the best I can. Um, this is a beer from Freight Yard Brewing, uh, which is a local place uh, out on Route 31 in Clay. It's a Blackberry Porter. It is a 6.1% ABV, um, date 2-22-20. This is nice and fresh. Now, um, Paul, you said that you uh, got this today. Uh, they were releasing. Where were you? Uh, at... Freight Yard. I went right to the oh. brewery itself. Oh, so you heard there was a release and you went right Yeah, there. I saw the release on Facebook because I've been following them. And um, Hugh and I, we'll pull the curtain back a little bit. Hugh and I were discussing, like, what are we going to do for Beer Bastards? We didn't really have anything lined up. Um, almost at the same time, because you texted me, I think, when I was on my way there. Um, he's telling me about the founders he brought. Um, I was heading out to grab something for this because, again, I don't know. I want to do something special, and this is kind of cool. It's a local yeah. guy. They're right up the street. We're trying to build a relationship with them, especially after I saw the bartender. Um, that doesn't his, help, Paul. His, his name's Steve. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> or if it helps, it helps for a little while, and then everything goes to shit. <laughs> right, and then we're looking for a new place to record. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking that we lose our sponsorship, but yeah, that could happen too. <laughs> right. 
This goes back to Beer Fest when Hugh grabs me by the arm and says, do not fuck this up for us. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I, I headed over there and grabbed one of their crawlers so we could uh, check out this day of release of their brand new beer. Wow, so this is brand new. Um, came out today. today. So this is a Blackberry Derailment Porter. We collaborated with Talking Cursive Brewing Company to create a porter that combines rare Sarah Brianca hops from Three Brothers Hops in Kirkville, New York, with UK Bramling Cross hops for a unique flavor profile. Roasted notes from New York specialty malt and fruit flavors from Blackberry Puree combined for a classic porter with a twist. It's dark but fruity, heavy enough to get you through the dead of a CNY winter, but light enough to enjoy in the sunshine. You totally thought I was going to stumble on that one fucking hop name, didn't you? No. I was impressed. And that's why I made you read it, because I would have fucking murdered that. Yeah, I love it. You know, he's like, yeah, oh, this is too hard. Let Hugh do it. Well, and, and it was over there. But, I was like, yeah, yeah. but anyway. So let's try this. Uh, we are also going to post the uh, their full beer menu of what was on tap there today. And uh, funny story, which makes me look stupid, which you guys will appreciate. Um, I, wa- <laughs> <laughs> I walk up to the, to the bar, and I'm patiently waiting. And... Again, the bartender was a young, pretty blonde girl. And she comes over Aren't and... they all? I've seen a couple brunettes, too. All right. But basically, I mean, <laughs> they're smart about it. And um, so she's like, what can I do for you? I said, can I have one of the crowlers of the new release? She goes, yeah, crowlers are over there. And she points at the cooler over on the side. I'm like, oh, okay. Go over, grab it. You all right? Son of a bitch. Yeah, it's the the... Coaster stuck to my glass. And you just chucked it across the room. I chucked it. It fell off the glass. <laughs> we need um, a paper towel. We do, and we don't have them down here. If we get a break or something, I guess we can do that. Put that right there. I'm not taking my shirt off. I already took my pants off. Um, you did? What the fuck? So, he did really not. That's what touched really my. That was, that was my. That was what touched my foot. Yeah. Dude, yeah right. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> hey, theater of the mind. Another my foot, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I go grab the crowler, and she rings it up. I, I swipe the card, and she looks at it, and she goes, You grabbed the wrong one. <laughs> I had a completely different beer. She, saw, she made me do the walk of shame with the one I grabbed to go put that one back and get the one I wanted. It was awesome. She's definitely going to remember you. Yeah. Hey. Oh, and I gave them our card, by the way. Nice. Ciao. I thought sure. I had. It was funny, because my, my old man was with me, because it was after cheerleading. And <laughs> He goes, oh, you know, I'll come in with you. I'll check the place out. I said, no, listen, don't say anything. I said, I'm gonna, I, I'm, it's this is business. I'm, I'm gonna try and work something out here. He's like, all right, all right, I'll just wait here. I'm like, don't come in if you want to go. I said, just watch me work. And we get like four, four steps to the door. I turn to look at him. I said, by work, I mean I'm gonna end up buying a beer anyway. So, <laughs> and I did. Um, because I, I didn't try to give a hard sell. I mean, it's just the bartender. It's not like I got to meet the owners or anything. Yeah, then you find out that she's actually one of the owners of the company. Yeah, that'd be my luck. Yeah. That I didn't even bother to try. <laughs> just, here's my card. <laughs> okay, so I'm actually going to try this now. Yeah, you guys have already card. tried it? Yes, yeah, I have. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. Um, I get the Blackberry. It definitely is, um, something you could drink on, a. Uh, a light a summer day, like they say. It, it's, it has a very light taste to it. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I was thinking it would be heavier. I mean, porters aren't generally uh, too high in, in alcohol, and they aren't generally too heavy. They tend to be sweet. Um, but this is this is interesting. It's good. I like it. I would I would drink more of it. Uh, I don't. It doesn't taste like I was expecting either. No, I expected a, a more of a fuller flavor. But again, not bad in any stretch. It's because I've. Uh, had you try so many dark beers and this looks like a dark beer but a porter is a different story okay 
I still don't understand all the differences. Well, you know, there's this amazing thing called, called the, the internet. internet. Yeah, I use that for porn and comic book stuff. Okay, well, open up an extra window, and, and you know, while you're watching, you know, porn. Why you hey, watching hardcore times. porn? Right. Well, you say block. we say that like he's not watching animated Japanese tentacle porn or something. No, ew, I've done that. I've watched Love Blue Girl. It was weird. <laughs> so, so you're not into Japonime? No, I can't do it. It's creepy. <laughs> but I watched Ninja Scroll all the way through. I don't know what that is. I've seen that before. Wait, no. No, no, no. Fist of the North Star. I don't know. That's a whole different thing. Yeah. Or, <laughs> oh, oh, not fisting. Fisting the North Star. <laughs> there you go. Wasn't it a Marvel book? <laughs> I, I bet that actually exists. If you look it up, it probably does. Probably. Oh, oh you don't, do you realize how happy I am that I took the Alexa device out of the basement right now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's... Kristen found that uh, shopping list, by the way. Shopping list? You don't remember? Oh, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Now that's a callback. <laughs> what did she say? I don't, don't want to know. She laughed. Because I had warned her about it. I told her. Um, no, we were down here recording. In the middle of an episode, he just leans back and says, Alexa, I had a big black dildo shopping list. <laughs> 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 yeah, I took it up the next day. Got it out of here. <laughs> so, so the real question is, did she buy a big black dildo? Uh, if she had, she hasn't told me. <laughs> well, she probably wouldn't. Right. <laughs> But if things are going smooth, you can bet she probably did. Right. And that's funny because uh, our neighbor was uh, sending her text messages. She was at Kohl's and she wanted to know what her opinion were on all these different things to buy today. And she was like, I don't know what she wants me to say. I said, don't say anything. I said, Google a picture of a giant black dildo and say, this is what I'm thinking about buying. What do you think? She wouldn't do it. I was disappointed. Killjoy. Right? Not fun. Whines that she has to let people in the front door. She's whining when she got to come to the front door. Yep. Even though I'm standing in the driveway going, Corpse! Corpse! Yeah. That's the creepiest thing. I walked up but, and... But you know what? In her defense, I came in the house and she's watching Black Lightning. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's the one show I... That and Supergirl are the ones I told her she can watch when I'm not in the room. Just because we had 50 episodes. She's completely caught up, by the way. Yeah? When, when did I tell you? It was at the beer fest that I said that we started rewatching it. Yeah. She's caught up. Wow. Yeah. And where are you? In he's, and out. He's, <laughs> he's downstairs in the basement. Yeah. Watching a hardcore porn for the plot. <laughs> in cinematography. <laughs> no, I was pleased with myself on that yeah, one. Yeah, you know, the, funny. The, the, the funnier thing would be I'm watching hardcore porn for the memes. Or or for Reddit gold. So I know, you know, I have things to post. But. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there is a, you know, a not safe for work funny Reddit um, group. Go to Reddit. I've never gotten there. Well, you should. Well, you, you can go there in 4chan. Okay. Uh, did you know that uh, your boy Andrew and I were in talks to give him his own segment for a while? Where he was going to do a, a porn review? Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, I like making jokes, but we really don't want our brand associated with that. <laughs> That's kind of how that fell apart. Because one of my other buddies, I was telling him about it, and he's like, Dude, well, you're better than that. Well, well, that and the fact that you realize if you did that, half of the episode would have been him making up his own sound effects. Good point, yeah. Which would have been actually really funny, but not good for us. Can we just give him his own show on the network and let him do that? <laughs> you could just give him a microphone and put him in a room and just see what happens. I don't want to see that at all. <laughs> well, good, we don't have to listen to it. <laughs> there you go. All right, so everyone's done what's got them geeked, right? Yes. All right, next we're going to move on to, um, apparently, a Netflix qualm you have. 
Oh, it's not a qualm. Um, I just wanted to... Uh, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> what? You got it now? You no, got it? no, I see where it... Because I was reading this, and then there's a spot in the middle, which I thought was your commentary. Okay. It says, I am not okay with this. <laughs> <laughs> Here, can you pass me but the no, page? But now I got you. I, I, I'm following you now. No, I, I just, you know, we talk about, you know, things going on, and I wanted to bring up uh, the explosion of Netflix genre shows. I mean, there are... Oh, explosion. Explosion. Don't ever do that again. Um... <laughs> There is a ton of great stuff coming out of Netflix net right now, just to name a few. Um, Lock and Key, I Am Not Okay With This, which is a show about a girl who gets superpowers um, that she doesn't want while also dealing with puberty and all sorts of other stuff. Army of the Dead, which looks, I mean, maybe it's a typical zombie show, I don't know. I mean, it's it's in pre-production. Uh, Chronicles of Narnia is getting a Netflix movie and a show. Ghost in the Shell is getting a, a, a new animated series on netflix didn't they just do a movie about that yeah, and it didn't it. work that, that was, yeah but that was the live action adaptation this is Go- ghost in the shell is a uh, anime. an anime yes yeah they're continuing the anime oh okay um you've got magic the gathering has a, an animated show coming out uh it was uh you know this past not this past week but a few weeks ago uh it was pretty much confirmed there's a resident evil tv show in works at uh, netflix Holy shit. Yeah. Um, you've got uh, returning originals like Castlevania is going to be debuting its uh, third season here shortly, which is which, a fantastic uh, show. Yeah. Uh, he, um, no, you're Hugh. Uh, yeah, Sal. I am Hugh. Sal Otero. Loves that. He's beating it's, the drum for that. It's Huge. fucking great. It's yeah. incredible. Um, All Through Carbon, which I haven't watched yet, but it's getting a second season, so it's doing good. Uh, of course, you know, there is October Faction, which just came out. I We finished, we watched it the week it came out with. Uh, based on a comic book, which I've never read, so I don't know how closely it hues to the original source material, but it was a fucking great show. I mean, if you're looking for something to watch on Netflix, watch October Faction. Even if you're not, like, into genre stuff, you know, if it's not really your thing, this is just a good show. It's got everything. It's got action. It's got family drama. It's got, you know, the supernatural element. I'm just across the board, good show. Uh, and finally, of course, there's The Witcher, which is returning for a second season, which was phenomenal and actually unseated The Mandalorian as the uh, most uh, searched for and most internet buzzworthy show uh, really? on the internet. Yes, Witcher took the crown. Haven't seen it, obviously, because we don't have Netflix. I haven't seen any of these shows. Which makes me sad, because I would like to see The Witcher. I'd love to see Lock and Key. But... Well, I mean, you could have it if you wanted to. It's out there. Um, Also, uh, you know, a lot of people were worried that when Marvel, you know, took their stuff away, that, oh, Netflix isn't going to have anything for us. They are clearly saying, I accept that challenge. Hold my beer. Yeah, basically. um, I'm just blown away. I mean... I mean, yeah, we have some good genre stuff on regular TV right now and, like, on HBO and stuff. But if you look at what's coming out of just Netflix, I mean, that's more than we've had for, you know, five, six-year spans with everything, all the networks combined. You know, at some points, I remember, you know, the 90s. You had a couple Star Trek shows and maybe a few um, in Highlander. Yeah, <laughs> And then Highlander. there was, there was Nightman, show. which was awful and good at the same time. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just pointed at you for a reason. Now I forgot what it was. Oh, I know. I assume you're watching Picard? Of course I am. Tell us about that because I'm not. Okay. Uh, and the, I assume you're not either. No. Okay. The, the the really interesting thing here is the dichotomy between what the critics are saying and what the fans seem to think. Uh, I mean, some of the comments are bad, too. A lot of the critics, uh, every episode, a missed opportunity here, a missed opportunity there. Uh, but people seem to fucking love it. That's uh, what I'm hearing. Yeah, it's so fucking good. I mean... I, I don't. Here's 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 what's really killing people. They're seeing a character that we're used to being in one kind of show, 
and he's in a different kind of show. Okay. But it, he's still the same character, and it's still it feels familiar yet different. Uh, Discovery was a hard pill for people to swallow because this was Star Trek, you know, done in a completely different way. You know, it's it's a harder, edgier, a little more adult, but a lot closer to the original than the movies were. You know? Is that the other streaming one? Yeah, with, Discovery. Uh, the chick from, from Walking, Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Yes. Okay. Um, the card, though, kind of throws people because there are some characters that we've seen before and we're used to seeing them in the very saccharine, safe Star Trek The Next Generation universe, and they're not there anymore. Um, you know, there's some brutal bad shit that happens. You know, there are some bad words that are said. Really? Oh, oh! in the very first episode, uh, maybe it's the second episode, second episode, um, so without ruining anything, something makes Picard want to get a ship and go investigate something. He's been retired for years. Um at one point, he's doing an interview. These people like, the 20th anniversary of you retiring. And and he had told them, I don't want to talk about this one thing. Well, they start talking about it, and he goes off on the Federation. Basically, you know, we saw, you know, him forging alliances with the Romulans, with uh, with Spock and during unification. You don't even know it, or do you know what I'm talking about? As Star Trek The Next Generation ended, it seemed like the Federation was making inroads with the Romulans. It'd be like us actually making friends with the Russians, but still wary of them. Um, big disaster happens. We see that in the movie Insurrection, and basically the Romulans all need to be um, um, evacuated from their, their home planets because they're, I forget what it was, but their, their whole solar system is getting destroyed. Wow. And Picard um, leads the, the charge on that. Well, something bad happens, and the Federation pulls out and basically closes up borders, and they no longer care about the rest of the universe. And, you know, he goes off on them, and they're like, why did you, you leave? And after he explains everything to them, he's like, because they're not Starfleet anymore. Well, a few days later, some shit goes down. He goes back to Starfleet saying, this is what I found out. I'd like to, you know, just a ship. You know, you don't have to give me a big ship, just a little thing, just a few people. I want to go investigate this. And the admiral he's talking to goes... The unmitigated fucking gall and stands up and starts going off on him. Wow! It's I mean it's it's not your your mommy and daddy's you know Star Trek the Next Generation. Um, Interesting. I, would, I wish I could have said that without having to tell so much story like that because I'm sure it was boring for our listeners. But well, no, you drew me in on it, and I uh, fucking can't well, stand Star it's, Trek. it's good, and if you like the character, I mean, of course, uh, Patrick Stewart is putting in a fantastic performance, full of of heart and integrity and i mean he's not phoning this in that's awesome yeah they're they're already renewed for a second season and they have plans going on you know past that so i mean this is this is some of the in my opinion uh the best star trek ever was deep space nine the stuff we're getting now is the best stuff they've ever done even eclipsing deep space nine and that was really good i shouldn't say eclipsing but deep space nine was the beginning of star trek becoming more mature and a lot of people liked that but now we have what the end result of that and people are crying about it so gotta um, love it picard is excellent good and, and they're only a few episodes in right uh four episodes okay I believe. out of what how many uh, is probably it? 10 i think okay. eight or 10 i'm still getting used to the whole streaming seasons yeah that are very small but, you know, I mean, that, that's all going to get weirder, too, because there's this whole thing now. Um, CBS, Viacom, and their their owners are all creating a new streaming platform that's all based off, off CBS Access. This all just came out this week. They're actually combining Pluto, which is a free TV service, in with a bunch of other services and try, trying to make something bigger. Because CBS All Access is pretty much, you know, the place that Star Trek fans are going right now. They right. want to make it bigger. So they're instead of building a new platform, they're taking a bunch of other existing platforms. And jamming and, it yeah, in. Jamming them t- together into the same thing. Not sure how that's going to go, but uh, that at least tells me that 
since they're basing it all on CBS All Access, that that is successful right now. And that just means more Star Trek. Because there are th at least three shows in develop Star Trek shows in development beyond Picard and Discovery. Really? Yes. There's two animated shows, and there's a, uh, a third live-action one with Michelle Yeoh's uh, character from the show uh, about Section 31, which is kind of like the CIA gotcha. of Starfleet. One of the animated shows is supposed to be a comedy, right? I well, they, yeah, they're probably both going to be funny. One is a kids' show. The other one's called Lower Decks. And That's the one. Yeah, I believe one of the, the people that uh, worked on a Rick and Morty, I think, are working on oh, that boy. as well. And it's basically about the, uh, the people who aren't important on the starship and what they do. <laughs> so it, it probably will be funny. And, of course, you know, they've already said, hey, we're listening to the fan feedback and the fact that everyone wants uh, Anson Mount uh, and Ethan Peck to come back and do, you know... Uh, Captain Pike and Spock and do an, an early show of the early days of the Enterprise. Cause oh, cool. Because in season two of Discovery, they had Captain Christopher Pike, who we see in one episode of the original series. And then he gets all fucked up. Yeah, yeah. and then they do the, the flashback stuff. But, you know, him and Spock were together on the Enterprise before Kirk came around. Well, they did such a fucking fantastic job playing those characters and fleshing them out that the, the fan base is like, we want more an of early this. Enterprise show. Yeah, and, and yeah, I hope it happens. It's, it that was would be awesome. cool. Sorry. It's okay. You can you can pick your ears while we're recording. Right. They can't see. There's no cameras, and I promise yeah, not to say anything. You just did. No, I didn't. <laughs> You'll plead the fifth of that. Okay. Whatever. Moving on. Do you want me to continue your list that you you mm. probably don't remember of? Dude, yeah. You don't have to say it's my list. I was just trying to help. That's out. your part. Yeah. It's okay. I appreciate it. All right. What's Labor next? Does. The new Batman costume. Robert Pattinson uh, and his. Oh. Have you seen it? I saw pictures of it on. Yeah. Not not just that really red thing. Like yesterday, actual pictures came out. Yeah, nope, didn't see this. Okay, Paul's gonna pull them up. Yes, I wanted to talk about the uh, the new Batman costume, and I wanted to get your opinions on it. Uh, I will go on record as saying I'm a I'm torn. I don't want to say it's bad. It definitely is a throwback. It looks very year one. Uh, I also agree that it looks a little too much. The eyes are bothering me because it, yeah, because they have so, like lenses. Yeah, it looks too much like Daredevil's costume from the uh, Netflix show. Uh, but I guess when I look at it, it doesn't look bad. But I'm having a hard time imagining that cutting and impressive silhouette, like that particular mask. You know, there's light or a shadow, and the the criminal sees it, and they're like, "Oh shit, it's Batman!" Because it doesn't look like it's gonna, you know, inspire fear in the hearts of villains and right. And the lot. Do you have that up, Paul? I'm working on it. Well, for those of you who haven't seen it, I mean, just look it up. It's all over the internet. There was a video that was released uh, with him on. They're calling it the Bat Cycle, which just looks like a motorcycle. And I mean, because uh, why not? You know, uh, other than the the cowl, I mean, this could almost just be like you know some military armor. You know, it's very very low key. Is that the one you mean? Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Corbs? Yeah, I don't like the. The whole head get up. The eyes don't definitely don't look like... The eyes are weird. Yeah. I mean, they may be adding something in post there, and it would be really super awesome if they just made those white and expressive like the animated series. I would love that, <laughs> but they but, yeah, won't. Something, yeah, the, the, the whole yeah. upper half, the upper top, the head part just doesn't... It screams Daredevil. The face. It does. You're right. It's, it screams Daredevil. It screams... I like the fact that the bat symbol appears to be made of a, a gun, parts of a gun, and probably the gun that killed his parents. I think that is uh, um, super, super apropos. But uh, again, the, the whole the whole thing, I mean, we're going to have to see it in action, but right now I'm not thrilled with it. But it's not the worst I've seen. Now, do, do you know 
who wrote that story about the gun being the bat symbol? Uh, yeah, that was in the uh, the Detective Comics 1000, uh, 1000 and I, I know, who, who was it? Kevin Smith. Yeah, that's right, that's right. I, I, I read that issue, and I knew it was somebody who didn't normally write a ton of comics, uh, which was great, because in that story, you know, he goes looking for the gun that killed his parents, finds it, melts it down, and puts it behind the bat symbol, so that the... To make it the armor, basically. Yeah, that protects his heart. I mean, there was yeah. a great story. I mean, really, DC, it takes Kevin Smith to write that story. I mean, I love Kevin Smith, but come the fuck on. Have you read Quiver? I have not. That was Kevin Smith's run on Green Arrow, and it's apparently phenomenal. I've I, never read it. I'm not saying he's not great, but DC has been handling this character for how many decades? And right. it takes Kevin Smith, who crowdfunds his latest movie, to come along and write one of the best Batman stories ever? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... new aspect. Speaking of Kevin Smith, we'll derail you. Have you seen Reboot yet? I have. What did you think? Um, I, I loved it. Um, okay. I know that it wasn't a great... I know that it, people out, on the outside looking at it, it was not a fantastic movie, but for anyone who's a fan, it was everything we wanted. Fan service. Yeah, absolutely. 100% fan service. Um, I saw it back in October when they did the, the one-day release, and I bawled my eyes out in the theater. I didn't have quite that uh, reaction. Um, the end got me. Okay. That when, when he's talking about it, I'm assuming you haven't seen it. I got no fucking clue what you're talking about. Jane Silent Bob reboot. Nope. Okay. If you want to see it, let me know. I have it upstairs. Um, after you return Man of Steel. <laughs> Is he a fan? Of <laughs> fan of? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Is he a fan of... I don't know. Are you a Kevin Smith fan? I like Kevin Smith. Come on now. He's like, fuck that guy. <laughs> then yeah, If you are, then you'll like it. I mean, it, it's got everything. It does help if you rewatch a few of the movies first. Just so you're reminded of some stuff. But everything, even Dogma got pulled into that. Oh my god, that was so funny. I'm like, wow, he really is hitting every single one of these films. The uh, the nod to Chasing Amy was the best. Yes. Oh was. my god, that was great. Wait, when, when they're both there backstage afterwards? Yeah, yes. I thought that was awesome. And uh, interesting side note, the uh, the little girl who was quote-unquote Amy, Yeah. that was Muse's daughter. Logan. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Muse, who's in town He's this weekend. Yeah. Be here tomorrow. No. The 24th. Monday. What, doing comedy? Yeah, yeah he'd be funny He's a funny boat again. Yeah. yeah, my girlfriend and I go there all the time. Yeah. Are you going to see him? No. He was funny the first time he was here. No, hey, we saw... Uh, really good. We saw Sam Camaro. I don't know who that is. He was on uh, America's Got Talent. He finished second on America's Got Talent. So he was the first loser? Pretty much. Okay. But he is oh, he's fucking hysterical. He's got Tourette's. Not the... Verbal threats where he's swearing all the time. Ticks. Ticks, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, so he's like my daughter. And he and he corporates it into his show. No, no, you're good. So I was I was thinking, but so. yeah. So we we've been there a couple of times. We've seen a couple of different comedians there. It's pretty nice. So I've been there a few times. The last time was when I went and saw. Interesting. Is it doing it again? Oh, mother. Oh, that's a double. <laughs> that's a double. That's a double shot right there. Holy fuck, that is a dark beer. Hugh is pouring out the third, um, I wasn't going to say in final beer of this, but we'll fucking see what happens. Um, oh, I love the way that looks. I am so excited for I this. can smell that from here. What is that? That says espresso on Oh, it I'm says, stepping all over his shit. Sorry. It's okay. This is KBS 
espresso. Now, KBS is Founders Kentucky Breakfast Style. Which, which is we tried. Yeah, and we've talked about earlier. Yes. This is their first flavored oh. variant of this. This is a new exactly. beer. They did not have it that night, and I've been looking for it. Uh, it's an espresso... Uh, I don't. I don't want to say flavored because that's not, really not fair. Because when we talk about beer and flavors, people think of like Boone's Farm or like Bud Light Orange <laughs> or some bullshit <laughs> that's got. <laughs> I haven't fucking thought about Boone's in fucking decades. <laughs> yeah, th- this is when they say flavored, they mean they put actual coffee beans in the shit. Okay, interesting. That's, that's a little different. Great, I'm gonna be up all fucking night now. <laughs> You're on Xbox, though, right? PlayStation. You do have a PlayStation. And PS4, yeah. I'm gonna go home and fucking lay my ass down in bed. I'm going to be like, meh, all night long. I got I to gotta get up early. I got to help my girlfriend move a couch tomorrow. If coffee really affects you that badly, you probably shouldn't be drinking beer tonight. Just saying. Well, coffee doesn't affect me that bad, but if I drink it at 11 o'clock at night, 10.30 or whatever the fuck time it is, all right. it may keep me up for a little while. So this is uh, one of the barrel age series. Uh, ale brewed with chocolate and coffee aged in oak bourbon barrels. Let me go to the back. KBS gets its coffee fix in the very first variant to come from our uh, beloved bourbon barrel aged stout. Yes, KBS may already be brewed with coffee, but it gets some extra oomph when it's aged on espresso beans after being removed from barrels. The result is a fresh and snappy coffee twist on our classic barrel aged beer. Who says you can't start your day with a barrel aged stout? Now, I am looking forward to this because KBS is one of the best beers I've ever had. And... I'm just thinking this is going to be so chocolatey and coffee and delicious. And But I'm going to let you guys go first because I want to savor the moment. Cheers, motherfucker. All right. <laughs> Paul brings the glass to his mouth. Nobody's having a bad reaction yet. Corbs looks quizzical at the drink. He's not sure. It may be too much? No, no. It takes a second, but you, you do get the, the coffee flavor to the it. coffee flavor yeah. coffee. It's almost like you're drinking a... At the after, it's like straight like black coffee. No, because I don't want to drink my coffee. I cream and sugar in my coffee. But this, you can just taste the actual coffee flavor in it at the at, at the end. It, you get the chocolate too. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Holy fuck, that's delicious, and it doesn't have the uh, the boozy hit that the new KBS does. The coffee must mellow it out. Um, by the way, this is how much is this? I usually. Oh, that's good. This is twelve percent alcohol. He's trying to get us fucked up. Seriously. And I'm okay with it. Although, do you remember what happened the last time we... Yeah, we, we know you got in a fight. <laughs> Nearly. Pretty damn close. Yeah, fuck that guy. I still gotta go see him. Because <laughs> I told you the next day I went out there and stood at the end of the driveway, right? He wouldn't yeah. even come out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. And I'm glad that I could share it with you guys. It is good. I'm not typically a coffee anything guy, and I like this. So... This is a beer that'll warm you up on a cold winter day. After you get done uh, snowballing the driveway or whatever, I mean, sit down with one of these, turn on the TV. You still get that warmness, the boozy warmness, but everything else is still fresh about it. Do you you snowblow? I actually shovel. Yeah, I snowblow. I'm fucking cheap. Well, so am I. My it's my neighbor's snowblower. Oh, even better. You, you don't know that I have that deal set up? No. Okay, the lady next door uh, was a close friend of my mother-in-law who we bought the house from. Yes. And uh, that part I knew. Yeah, and uh, basically, uh, she buys the lawnmower and maintains it. Buys <clears throat> the snowblower and maintains. What the fuck was that? Seriously. I turned my glass. Oh, sorry. She, what do we call that? If if it was a double the way you slammed it down, what is? 
Just kill the bottle at this point. You're done. I mean, that that was a, a coaster fart, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, no, she, she buys and maintains the equipment. I, I run it. I handle mowing the lawn. Is she an older lawn. lady? Uh, yeah, I mean, she probably could still do it. She's actually in really good shape. Like, her and my mother-in-law are, like, the same age. And my mother-in-law is like, oh, my God, I don't know if I can get up the steps. And she's like, you know, hey, you know, I'm going to go do this and run around and stuff. Um she probably could handle it, but I mean, she doesn't want it's the to. The deal. Right? Yep, yeah. that's fine. That works. Yeah, that works. That for me. works very well. Uh, last thing on the hit list before we go into our ad, um, Dan DeDio. And wow, that actually changed a lot today. Did it? Yes, it did. See, I haven't followed up from today. I I, right. I saw that uh, this week in Geek had a post that tagged him in it, wishing him well. Yeah. Well, there's a lot more going on, and uh, I'm going to. Uh, be straight on, you know, where some of this comes from. Um, okay. So first of all, um, Dan Dito uh, has not quit. Is that apparently. it? Dito? I, I don't know. Dito, Dido. I don't. Dido, Dido. Dan. It's, it's D-I-D-O. It can't yeah. be Dido or anything. It's Dito or Dido. I don't know. Wasn't or D-Di. One? It could be D-Di. I don't know. All I know is I'm friends with him on Facebook. Have you seen his wife? No. God damn. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So he he was one of the the, the publishers for a DC. He was one of the bigwigs, big now, face for DC. Yeah. yeah, and they've lost quite a few of those in recent years. You know, Jeff Johns has left, and um, Dito he he didn't let, he he didn't quit. He was fired. Okay, see that's what I thought was the deal. He, he on was that. fired for creating a, a an unproductive work environment, and no one's entirely sure what that all comes from what they do know is he's known for he'll micromanage some projects and then stay so far away from other projects and no one knows what go, what's going on but we think the collective we being you know the the people who don't know this may have a lot to do with 5g and you know what 5g is right you don't their new 5G. thing that's coming out the, do you, yes do you, do, you, do you know what it is it, it's is it a restructuring of their DC it, it is, history again? Possibly the 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 worst ill conceived idea they've ever had from the company that's already rebooted their timeline four times in the last thirty years, uh, and I counted that Crisis, Flashpoint, New Fifty Two, and Rebirth could be at, be another one, but they're kind of the same. And then from Flashpoint again, kinda with the Watchmen series. So that's at least four times, maybe five, depending on how you yeah, count. Yeah, and you're saying in the last thirty years, but yeah. hasn't all that been in the last decade? Well, no, Crisis happened in the 80s. No, no, Crisis, yeah, other than that, yeah, but yeah. everything since no, some of that New has, 52, some of the, some or of that Flashpoint, to, I mean. Some of that has to be after 2000. Some of it has to be. Maybe not, but... It definitely don't is. look at You're me. Right. It definitely yeah. is. You're looking at me like I'm supposed to know. Don't fucking look Just at me. Just say yes. It's uh, comics. Anyway, so... Yeah, I'm good at that, aren't I? <laughs> uh, so the, the idea behind 5G is that... After they've taken all this time and de-aged their characters, so we now have a younger Bruce Wayne. He's only been Batman for about five years. But everything still happened to him. It's just the timeline's it's all compressed. compressed. They, they that motherfucker had a really bad year, is what it yeah, is. Yeah. Every year. They basically wanted... They were trying to make it so that, you know, when uh, New 52 came out, Batman was still kind of unknown. It, it adds some mystery. He was that. He was a... Urban legend. Urban legend. I, I was getting there. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so uh, they, they've they've kind of compressed their timeline quite a bit over the past few years. A lot. Because, yeah. like, again, within that same five years, like, that was Superman's debut. Right? Yeah, like, was we, we saw Justice League build, like, as that happened. Supposedly. Exactly. So they've now decided that they are going to return to their original continuity, which I don't know how that affects things that were introduced in this mm. continuity. 
Like Court of Owls? Yes. They are also going to age up the characters, which means if something happened to Batman in the 70s, it actually happened in the 70s. How the fuck is that going to happen? So he is going to be as old as he would now. First of all, what does that do for characters like Damian Wayne, his son, who's 14, 15? He's now going to be in his late 20s, at least, maybe older, depending how they do, if they do this. But the idea is that they're aging the heroes so that younger heroes can take over. Batman is going to be taken over by a younger black man, uh, and all the other heroes are going to be replaced by younger versions. Yeah, yes, yes, this, this is insane. Okay, as a, a if you did it like a, a Marvel's Ultimate Line style side project, I would be all over that. I would right. love to see it. Wasn't that the point of Earth One? G- yeah, which yeah. were phenomenal, by the way. Did you read any of those? I did. I did. I Here's read Superman ago. and Batman. That's it. Yeah, that's what I read. Uh, so they're 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 making huge huge changes here. Okay, now here's where it gets scarier. I, I don't know if um, Dito was against this or for this, but it seems. People say that, you know, he has always been, you know, I don't care what the editorial mandate is. I'm all about making the comics. So that, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that he was for it because the powers that be that write his paycheck said this is what we're doing. And a lot of the writers and people involved are completely against this. And that must have created a lot of friction. Um, so he was let go. Now, there is one bit of information that comes from a source that we don't really like, Cosmic Book News. Um, but they report it. I didn't go looking for them. It popped up in my Google feed, and it wasn't until after I read it that I saw who it was from. So this is kind of a take it with a grain of salt. This could also be very fake because yeah, there's even, there's whole memes about them now. But go ahead. I'm but sorry. according to them, Ethan Van Scriber has gone on record as saying, "Oh that, no, that's a real thing." Oh, so like, it I is. saw him fucking going nuts. Okay, yeah. then, then this is the thing. So you know, AT and T owns um, DC Comics yes. now after the whole Time Warner merger and all that. AT and T has said that if five uh, G fails. DC Comics is done. They're shuttering the comic book uh, company. Well, I don't buy that. Well, well, here's the but, thing. No, I, I do because Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman will all continue to exist in the movies that make them billions of dollars. They don't give a shit. They don't care about this little magazine company that's losing money on a regular basis or just breaking even. And I totally could see them doing that because the characters are what they bought. Not, not the actual publishing business. Okay, true. And they yep. can always mine everything that's come before. Mm. Because that was going to be my first knee-jerk, knee-jerk reaction is where you're getting your stories for the movies then. But they have, what, 80 years? Yeah. They could I mean, considering that. they keep telling the same damn story over again every three movies anyway, I true mean, what story. difference does it make? Um, by the way, since we last recorded, I finally saw Shazam. Oh, movie good. was fucking delightful. It was. Loved that movie. Have you seen it? No, I've not seen it. Am I going to send you home with a stack of DVDs that I won't see for six years? <laughs> Probably. You'll never see them again. Right. I can. I actually contemplated rebuying Man of Steel. <laughs> that's probably a better bet for you. You know what? The, yeah, that's his way of saying I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea where that is. I moved. I got no fucking clue. So you know the what, people man? that live in my old apartment have yep. it. Now. No, no, no. I, I made sure I pick all the DVDs, but you know, it's probably in my room. But you know, I pawned this shit three years ago, man. No, 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 I, no, no. I'm not that. I'm not that big of a dick. I wouldn't pawn your shit, but <laughs> I may have just you know gave it away. <laughs> traded it for some big league chew. I'm pretty sure I, I might have traded it for, for like three ninety nine at Walmart anyway. I might have traded it for some coke or something, but <laughs> you wouldn't have got much for that movie. No. Get one bump, maybe. But yeah, um, that, that's scary to contemplate a world where there are no longer Batman and Superman comic books. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. That is fucked up. And what happens, I mean, this this is going to be a cascade effect. 
Um, Disney looking at Marvel, which seems to be doing well right now. What if they're like, yeah, we don't need to do this either. We got the movie and TV rights. Um, how does that affect the indies? Uh, you're going to have an influx of good writers and artists and people who have worked in the industry. Way too many people in the industry without jobs. Exactly. This this is scary. I'll tell you what. <laughs> that means I need to rethink the the, the format for uh, This Week in Geek. Why? Well, man, fucking 50% of that show is comics. Well, you're going to have to start looking at indies, which are still putting out Which we do. Stuff. We, we, we talk indies. You have to guest on that one of these weeks, by the way. So that means you need a Tuesday night off. I mean, I don't want you to take your Yeah, I'm off totally your not work. taking a Tuesday night Fuck, off. Fuck, no. We'll, we'll, we can slide times if we need to. Okay. Uh, something we probably shouldn't be discussing on air. <laughs> but Yeah, I don't want to talk about our slide time, Paul. That's private. Wow. That's usually out of, <laughs> that's usually out of time. Out, out of town. Yeah. Um... Uh, can I can I do a little? Uh, can I 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 can I? Bitty bitty bitty. Let him talk, big boy. He can't. I'm not as bad as the last episode. Not yet. Right. Still early. We haven't even taken a break yet. Um. Hold on. Lost it. You got nothing. Completely lost it. Lost. It. Like I. Lost it. Um. Can't find it. No, it's there. It's bound into that just reminded there. me that I'm currently uh, near the end of a complete season uh, or series rewatch of Lost. Really? I've never seen that show. Well, I've never watched it past season two. I've never seen it either. Is that where it went to shit? Actually, two? you know what? I'm, I'm fine with it. I mean, it gets a little weird, but I mean, when when the guys are making it up as they go along, it's going to get weird. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. It's still good. By then, you're invested in the character, so I don't care. Um, I... Uh, Wanted a TV show to watch, and I go, you know, I, I decide on Lost, and I go to my wife, and I'm like, listen, you should watch this. She's like, every time I say, hey, here's this great show, and if we're not watching it together, she never watches it. Doesn't care. I'm like, listen, you really need to watch this show. I'm like, on the basis of our marriage, I've never steered you wrong. You're going to like this show, okay? Um, we're like neck and neck. Mm-hmm. We watch it separately, you know, because we both have different off times. Yeah, because your schedules yeah, are different. Yeah, now. our schedules are, are staggered. How's it working out for her? Is, was that cool? Again, this is probably not. A, well, I mean, it, it worked. Thing. It worked fine before when the schedules were the other way. No, I meant the new position. Oh, her being a, a team lead. Yeah, I mean, it's great. Good. I'm glad to hear that. You know, I, I we we bless me. Again, I've said it many times, and uh, if anyone from work uh, listens, you know, I we love the company we work for, and. I mean, it's fantastic that she's, uh, you know, one of the, the bosses now. I and mean, I understand why we had to flip schedules because, you know, I was on the night team and they made her the night team lead. And, you know, I mean, they said I could have stayed on the night team and I just report to the day team boss. But then, you know, our kid has to cook dinner for herself. So. I mean, who doesn't love chicken nugs? She's eight. Like I said. Who doesn't Mac love chicken nugs? She's Mac eight and with Tourette's and ADD. So the chicken nugs end up all over the room? I know it's like, hey, where's Chicky Nugs? Here's my cat. All of a sudden, we get up later. The cat's in the freezer. There's there's nuggets and shoes. Okay, you know what? You just sold me on a fucking reality show. <laughs> you know, I totally, I totally had an idea for that. Yeah, yesterday actually, we're driving in the car, and uh, I said, you know, I can see the opening for uh, uh, not a reality show, but a comedy called Everybody Loves Reevee because that's what we call Avery. We call her Reevee, and it would be, you know, the 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 '80s music, the little people showing up and smiling, and the name showing up. And of course, because she has Tourette, she repeats a lot of words. And there's one word she repeats a lot, and it would go through the whole thing. And at the end, it would say Everybody Loves Reevee, and she'd pop up the screen and go Booty Booty, but Booty. <laughs> and that, that, that would <laughs> because that's the word she likes to say all the time. All right, 
Paul's gonna die I don't want to step all over that because that's fucking awesome. And as you saw, I wrote that down, and that's probably the title of this episode. Booty, booty, you, but booty, or everyone no, loves everyone, Reevee. everyone loves Reevee. All right, I love all right. it. Um, go back and, and, and check this if you're listening to it because I'm pretty sure that's gonna be the episode title. Now you and your wife work from home, correct? Correct. Your wife. Nice. Uh, how is you and your wife? No, that is correct. Your wife. I'm sorry. Yeah. Your wife. Grammar. Your wife and you are. No, you were right the first time. Yeah, Don't second guess yourself. It would be if I said it. I would say have to say my wife and I. Right. But most people say my wife, and me. <laughs> you know, because I'm so used of correcting. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Stop. Stop. <laughs> I'm so used to correcting. Just. Stop. I mean, if I would have stopped, well, I'm so used. That's that's also correct. Just. Just. Just stop. <laughs> Do we need to take a break? So no, I'm not even drunk yet. I wasn't talking about that, so you could do that, the ad thing. No. You know what? He'll wait. He's not paying us anyway. But you're going to grab it and start I'm getting it to get it prepared. Jesus Christ. I really wish you could remember what the hell you were talking about before uh, Corbs interrupted you. I already forgot about Corbs interrupting me, so... Sorry, I, I just like to interrupt people, but that's just how I fucking roll, so... And this, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> is the dangers of fucking CTE. CTE? What the fuck is CTE? You, being a sports guy, should know. Oh, that's uh, what you want to call it? Uh, concussion. That's it. It's uh, whatever the T E is. Yeah, fuck, I can't remember that. There's a movie about a concussion with Will Smith. Um, the sad part is, is that's not a joke. Chronic, traumatic. I don't even know what it all means, but yeah, I know it. Did you forget shit? It's 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 from shit? repeated yeah. blows to the head, like concussion. What's my excuse? I don't know. We've had that discussion before, but I'm, now that I open up this can of worms, like this is this is serious. But um, you've taken too many blows to the head. Yeah, like like I've had multiple concussions in to, my time. Talk to Kristen about that. Yeah, we have, and trust me, it's it's actually a source of contention. Do you have like that cuneiform oh, encephalitis? I thought you were what? About. No one what touched me there. No, no, cuneiform. Isn't that what uh, Chris Benoit had from all the concussions? Oh, no. Yeah, no, he's, no he's, he's talking, that's Chris Benoit at CTE also. Okay. Yeah, that was a different part, but no, I... Dude, you better not do that. No, Dude, seriously, right? if you murder your family... You'll be mad, you'll be mad at me. I'm mad at okay, you. Hey, thanks. I'll, I'll, I'll go on TV and be like, he was a nice guy. Kept quiet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he kept to himself. But that's not true either. You guys all know that. Like, I don't. Like, I, I'm the guy that flips fucking tables over and shit anyway. So it's like, yeah, yeah, we kind of saw it coming. Um, um, but no, ever since I had my last one year and a half ago, two years ago now. Your last blowjob? Concussion. No, no. That's. Chris doesn't want me to divulge that information. Just let's say that. Um, no. Oh, your last concussion? Yeah. Yeah. How I mean, okay. How many have I had? Well, okay. Here's here's the question I'm going to put out to you. So, you and I are close to the same age. I'm 44. You're 42. 42. Not so that we're close. No, that really is close. You Seriously, you're getting fuck. old. Seriously, what the fuck? You, you old fucker. I am an old fucker. And you're in the middle, aren't you? I'm 42. 43. You're 43. Yeah. Okay. So. We're, we're all in December. But I'll be you, 43 you this played year. football yeah. in high school. Yes. Okay. For a little while, there's a story there too. Okay, we don't. But you played modified all the way. No, up. no, no, no. I started in high school. Um, was asked to leave the team. Were you blowing too many guys, dude? That was the nineties. You can't talk about that. <laughs> don't ask, don't tell. Uh, no, I was very. It was the same time my parents were going through the divorce and everything, so gotcha. I was very rebellious. I wasn't. 
I was a dick. Big surprise, right? What's changed? Um, right, I got older. That's all and fatter. He's now an old dick, an old yeah. fat dick. Yes. Uh, no, I, w- I I was a shithead. Is what it was. I, How many years did you play? Uh, actually, it was just junior year, senior. Year. Okay. But, but it you, was you, I, extracurriculars. I, well, I was I was heavy into skateboarding, doing dumb shit like that. We were jackass before jackass was jackass. All right. Well, okay. So that's that's what everybody says. Okay. I did, I did some of the same shit. I mean, I have the brain bruises to prove it. All right. So, so you played junior and senior year. Yes. Offensive line. Yep. Okay. So big surprise, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not center. Not center then. But Hugh is completely tuned out at this point. He's just waiting actually, for the actually, actually, you injuries. have a point you're trying to make, and Corbs keeps asking you questions, and you're not getting to it. So I'm waiting for you to get to. Not that you I'm should. Just telling you no, 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 I, I, no. Well, no trying, he, I, he's establishing my story. Yeah, it's right. like he, yeah, okay. I'm trying to figure out because Hugh's like, just get through the sports thing and explain it. What the fuck? Well, what I'm getting at is from the movie, you find out that wait, they did a movie about me, and I didn't know. Yeah, it's called Jackass. <laughs> One through four, <laughs> but Toxic Avengers, more likely. That's insane. The movie Concussion it proves that guys who play an offensive line. Now, Paul and I both played in the offensive line. You were a line too. Yeah, of course it was. My brother played offensive line, so you know you you fall into that fucking category. Yeah, we're way off track topic now. Yeah, that one's his fault though. Yeah, sorry. So, but it shows that on every play you you you're butting heads. Literally, almost right. Literally, literally butting heads, and it I shows love the way that he says literally. By the way, say it again. Stop it. Literally, say it. no. Say it right. Fuck off. Stop it. <laughs> Fuck Paul, you. shut up. So <laughs> it shows that because you've done that over repeated brain injury over and over every single play, it gets into the thousands and ten thousands of traumatic brain injuries. Okay. Over the course of time. So what I'm trying to figure out is if you played from through Pop Warner. No, yeah, no. Right, no, no. But like Pop Warner, JV, modified, JV, high school, and, right. and as continue you go, on. As you keep going. So they're, they're, what they're talking about is these guys that have played from JV all the way through the pros, it's like being in a car accident on every single over play. And over and over. That's why, that's why these guys like Mike Webster took his own life because... Webster? Yeah, Mike Webster, the offensive, the center for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Sorry, I wasn't... He was the, that was the basis of the movie. Mm-hmm. He was a guy that ended up killing himself because he heard voices and stuff because he, it was like being in a, a violent... And not even talking like a car accident. Like, I was in a car accident last summer. And, yeah, it sucked. You that's why you wouldn't drink with us. When you, when I was at your party. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't drink because I... Oh, that's right. You couldn't come. You were you were celebrating your anniversary. Yeah. Because yeah. what happened was I, I hugged the steering wheel and bruised six ribs. Eventually he'll learn wait, how wait, to drive. Wait, wait, you got an accident deliberately hugged the steering wheel? No, no, I, he didn't get a choice. Yeah. I didn't have a choice. The okay. guy laid behind me hit me at 35 miles an Because I wasn't sure if maybe you were like, oh shit, an accident. You hugged the <laughs> steering wheel to protect yourself or something. No, no, no. <laughs> Screams like a girl and just grabs the <laughs> steering wheel. I did scream like a girl, but that's besides the point. No, got, after I, you hit the... I got rear-ended, so... <laughs> I got in the rear. I mean, sorry. He took it in the rear. So, but that, like what, what, what I was trying to figure out is how long he'd been playing Okay. to establish the... The CTE. Why part do I feel it? like I'm at trial? <laughs> so where were you going with that then? Now that now that he's established, um, the almost the, the yeah, I, I threw out his thing basically because I only started junior year. Right. Well, I mean, but you played two years, but now you're back playing again. Yeah, I'm playing again, and in between that, I was skateboarding, snowboarding, um, snowboarding 
the same junior year was my first super serious one. I hit a ramp, flipped, didn't know how to land it, and came down in the back of my head. That I hit so hard that I blackened my eyes and didn't know my own name for three days. And didn't go to a hospital. So what's changed? Uh, I know my Be- name. Besides it's, the black eyes. I, I know my name now. So. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You mean you know you're Paul now. Right. <laughs> All right. Right. Yeah, I've only back, had... Back then he was Paul, Paula. <laughs> right. I've only had one one concussion that I know of. I mean, I've hit my head a lot. and Maybe I have some bruising. But, I mean, the one verified concussion I had sucked. <coughs> yeah. yeah. I, like, like Paul. Like Paul was Paul and I were, trying, we were figuring out. I've had concussions that were never... Back in the 90s, they didn't report You don't do anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, Sleep no. The one I had, I mean, I had to. I was... Um, years ago, I, when I was still with my first wife, and... Uh, it was nighttime. It was winter. Uh, our steps were like um, it was a covered like landing stoop, I guess you call it, and we had a tile there and steps down. And the dog wanted to go out, so I took the dog out, but we didn't have a run or anything. So I, you know, had just a leash. I was taking her out front so that she can go potty. As we're going back up, you know, after she's done, I'm like, "Hey, you gonna you gonna go up the steps?" And for whatever reason, she didn't run. And then she decided to dart up the steps, and I went. Off your feet right Well, well, well yeah. what happened was I had gone up the first two steps. I went, came down, and right on the side of my head. Now, this will explain partially maybe why, you know, I'm no longer uh, married to that woman. Uh, not that I'm saying anything bad about her. Please don't take me to court. But um, Again. but um, about 30 minutes later, she comes out because she's like, you know, I thought you were out there a little too long. And usually the dog going potty is like five minutes. Right. Um, I was 45. I mean, it literally, I mean, my ha- I came down from probably a two, two feet off plus my height down concrete side of my head. Ooh. Um, that whole night was fucking weird. I mean, my, I was just, you, you know what it's like where you feel like your head's too big, but you feel small and you, mm-hmm. you don't really know what's going on. Um, I'm like, fucking. I'm going to work the next day and got through like half my day and then had her come get me and went to the doctor and um, it was bad. No vomiting? Because when it's severe, usually you'll throw yeah, up. Yeah, vomiting. No, I think I, did. I think I did. But it didn't happen until the next day. You, you know, maybe I'm wrong on some of the details because honestly, well, for, the, I mean, yeah. for the next couple days, I was kind of out of it. Right. But I mean, I, before that, I had hit my head plenty of times before and didn't realize how bad a concussion really was because I, clearly I, I hadn't ever hurt myself quite right. that bad. Um, yeah, it was awful. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're bad. They they're, bad. They're fucking. I still, really, I still, really I, I don't know if you have it, some symptoms of it, but I went to the go kart place at the mall a couple years ago with my father. Mm-hmm. And you get in the thing, and they put the freaking helmet on you and stuff like that. And it was just me and my dad around the track, just him and I driving around the track, and we're racing. But you, your head starts bouncing around. I don't know if you've been on the. I don't know if you've I been, been there. Okay, no. so you get in the thing, and it, it's just like being in a race car. Mm-hmm. You're, I mean, you're in a. That would have been, been bad, <laughs> dude. I would have <laughs> reached out and caught that shit. Well, you almost I almost knocked it. Yeah, I almost knocked it over. So, like my like my head would bounce was bouncing around on the go karts, like you. You're whipping around the court to track or whatever. I got done, dude. I was so fucked up that I couldn't. Like, I had a hard time driving, and I had to drive my father home. God damn. And then drive myself home. I got to drive my dad, dropped him off, and then I drive home. I got home. I had to pick my kid up at about three and a half hours later. I literally laid down on my bed, closed the curtains in my room. I made it pitch black in my room, and passed the fuck out. 
out for two and a half hours. Wow. And I still got up, and I was still messed up. And I had no idea what was going on. And only after I saw that movie that I realized what was going on. Yeah. I've got to see this. I haven't seen that movie. It's it's not bad. It's it's tough to watch mm-hmm. because of the way they portrayed him. And, and I mean, it's a movie that was came out five years ago, so I'm sure a lot of people have seen it. But it's tough to watch. Like I I watched it and I was like, wow, the shit that these people have to go through. And we're talking people. I'm talking NFL players have to go through now. Well, then to get the medical care that they need. Right. Shit's changed now. Oh, it's changed. But you still got the guys that are the older guys. That are having an issue getting health insurance. Yeah, being left behind. Yeah, it's it's tough and it's tough to watch. Mm-hmm. So, but and doctors don't help. No, and this guy this guy put his neck out there. I guess Ben. I can't remember what the fuck his last name is. It starts with an O. But he put his he put his neck out there. He did the guy from the Steelers hit their team physician. Basically, kind of backed him up and said, "Yeah, this is what's going on. These guys." I mean, this is the whole issue. This is what's going on. It's this problem right here. And nobody knew about it until he did, like, the doctor, Ben, and I can't remember his last name, and I apologize. Um, he actually took samples of Mike Webster's brain. And, you know, you, you look at the brain when it first happens, and you can't see it. He had to cut through 10 or 15 layers of his brain to find this problem. And he, the moment he saw it, he goes, this is a problem. Mm-hmm. And he started testing, and he found other people that were willing to, you know, other players that had committed suicide. And a lot of these players would commit suicide, and nobody knew why. Like Mike Webster committed suicide. Um, Junior Seau. Junior Seau committed same same thing. He committed suicide. He purposely shot himself in the, in the chest. chest so that you could. And that's what these that's what these players were doing. Um, Dave Duerson, he's a guy that played for the, I think it was the Eagles. He had the same thing, and he purposely shot himself in the chest. So that so you could, could examine his brain. brain. That's what yeah. these guys are doing. And now, now the guys um, are willingly, when they pass away, giving, giving up their, brain giving to, up their to brains science. to science. So we, you got guys from NFL, um, NHL, which are the two biggest sports yeah. for concussions. Um, even wrestlers are doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Isn't one of the wrestlers who is uh, one of those um, tough enough competitors? Yeah, Chris, it? it's Chris... It starts with an N, and it's Chris no- no- Nowinski? Nowinski? Something, yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, he 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 was in this movie. I've heard about. Yeah, this movie. yeah, he yeah he's he, in this he's movie. one of the people pushing for these studies. Right, and he was wrestling and had to retire because of concussions. And he's a he's a Harvard graduate. Yeah, and he decided once he retired, he's like, "This is what I want. When I'm done, when I pass away, I want you to examine my brain to find out if I have this disease." So he was one of the very first ones to do it and say, "I want my brain when I die." Of natural causes or whatever it might be, I want you to d- examine my brain to find out if I have this. Okay. So a lot of these guys and, and stuff are. Are you looking up his name? I'm looking him up. Keep going. No, I'm pretty sure I was right about that, Chris Nowinski. Yeah, it is. No, you're right. I'm just trying to refresh myself on who okay. he is. Yeah. So he yeah. won tough enough, and then he was in the WWE for a few years. Yeah, it was only yeah, a year or two. One of the ones Letterman jacket. Yes. The, yep, yes. Yep. 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 Yeah. You're right. Yep. We so. got him now. Very charismatic guy. He, yes. he should have had an amazing career. He should have, but That's he... Him. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yes. And, and when he was on Tough Enough, real clean cut, short yep. hair. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he was... Big dude. Yeah. Big kid. Yeah. But there's a lot of these players, and now you're getting guys from the NBA, <clears throat> even Major League Baseball has gotten in on it. A lot of these sports that maybe don't have as much concussion protocol in it are still 
donating. And I think even now women are getting involved in it that I've seen. Like women from um, the national soccer team and stuff like that have gotten involved in giving. They're saying that when I pass away, you're free to examine my brain and stuff like that. So it's it's an ongoing issue, and it, it's it's nice to see these people are starting to yeah. realize that there's an issue and that we need to figure out what's going on. And I, I like that the fact that the NFL nowadays, I don't know if you watch football at all. No, I know not, you, not if I can help it. Well, and I know you watch I some do. of it. You watch, you know, you're a Raiders fan, which I apologize. <laughs> well, I should say the Las Vegas Raiders, but... I know, right? But, I mean... If you watch the games and and you and you're like me, you, you you watch. You don't watch maybe all the time. You're not watching like a full game here or there. Maybe no. if the Raiders are on or something, you may catch a quarter. No, but or... I try to throw on at least well every Thursday because that's the excuse for Drewski and I to get together. Right. But and I'll, and I'll usually I'll, when I come home from football, I'll, I'll shower and get less stinky, and then I will throw the games on. Right. And just watch but, it. But yeah. Nowadays, from when you and I were playing, you get a concussion. You never reported it. These guys, no, you it off, keep yeah, you just keep playing. Nowadays, a guy gets hit real hard. They immediately take him out of the game, and they take him, put him in that blue tent, and they test him. And if he's fine, can go back out and play. If not, you're done. Wow, well, and that's it, good though. Right, it's it's very good. And we're not we're not talking about you know offensive linemen. We're talking the quarterback, anybody, anybody on the field. Yeah, but and, it's, and there's a and there's a spotter. Somebody they they that, pay oh, someone to watch for that okay. to see. Yeah, there's yeah. a guy. There's a guy in the stand in the. Up in the box or whatever, he's watching the game. That guy got hit too hard. Go check him out. Go check yeah. him out. Nice. If if he's slow getting up, he needs to be pulled out and checked. It's good that they're doing this, but I have a feeling that you know, while they're still playing a game that involves banging your head against shit, it's still there, there's never going to be a solution. There's and there's not, and that's nope. that's that's the issue. But they're taking steps to prevent the severe concussion. Yeah. The like you were talking about, two days later you're still not remember. Two days later you can't remember your name. Stuff like that. They're trying to avoid that because guys like Troy Aikman and these guys that have killed themselves because of the CTE. Troy Aikman killed himself. No, 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 no. no. Troy Troy Aikman is he's he is very adamant about the fact that he's had a ton of concussions in his day, and he'll and he will be on a broadcast and he will kind of forget a few things. Yeah. And he'll take a second. You'll hear they were talking, and he'll pause, and then all of a sudden he starts back up again. It's almost like he's trying to get the words back into his. Yeah, yep. and the other other person that is has been they've noticed a little bit more is Terry Bradshaw. Yes, uh, when he's doing the the Fox NFL Sundays, it gets uncomfortable. It does. Like, it does. He, he, sometimes he, and sometimes he'll just go off on a tangent about and everyone else is just kind of like looking around like yeah, like nothing about football, like you know, like soda. <laughs> in the middle of the, in the middle of a football conversation, he'll just start going off on something completely different, and they're like, okay, and. This is the highlight for this game. So it it's in now we're talking Bradshaw played in the seventies and eighties yeah. when they didn't. So these guys, you know, these older players and stuff are the ones that they're trying to figure out how to help. And it's nice to see that they're actually doing stuff like that. It's, right? Yeah, they need to do something. Right. So because even in my experience, I mean, the last one that happened when playing this flag of football league. I went head to head with the guy. Literally, he, he basically head butted me in the temple. I didn't even come off the field. Kept going. The only reason I realized something was wrong was when I got home and I was caring for the kids, and I took chicken nuggets out of the oven barehanded. Oh yeah, I remember. You, do you remember you saying that? I remember yeah. you were talking about that. 
And, and that's when I realized there was something wrong. Yeah. But I also put off going to the doctors, and the doctor told me I got my quote-unquote bell rung, and I'm fine. I was on the field that same week. All right. All right. I think this is a good time to, uh, to uh, go to commercial break, and we will be back in a minute. After Dark Entertainment presents Salt City Horror Fest 2020, Saturday, April 18th, 2020 at the Palace Theater, Syracuse, New York. First film at 10 a.m. These are the movies that are going to be featured, all screened on 35mm print. Carrie, American Psycho, Dark Man, The Road Warrior, Mad Max 2, Audition, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, the 1931 edition screened in the original aspect ratio, Hello Mary Lou, Prom Night 2, Deranged, and Pieces, a thrilling reel of two vintage 35mm trailers, horror vendors will be there, there will be food trucks in the Palace Bar and concessions will be available to patrons throughout the day. Get your tickets at www.saltcityhorror.com. Fest.com. The ticket prices are for just general admission $30. VIP tickets are $55. VIP includes all of these special perks. One general admission ticket. Early pick your seat entry into the event at 10 a.m. Catered dinner on site from Scratch Farmhouse Catering during the dinner break. One Salt City Horror Fest 2020 t shirt sizes small through 3XL available. One VIP laminate. Access to the VIP only special raffle and an 18 by 24 poster from a previous SCHF event, Night of the Living Dead, Chud, or Freddy Fest. General admission with commemorative t-shirt, $45. Add-on purchases available, Salt City Horror t-shirt, $20. Chud 18 by 24 poster, $5. Night of the Living Dead, 18 by 24 poster, $5. A lot of time here. Do you need to grab more beer? No, I'm good, and we're already recording. I just... You know, you're going to wish you had edited this out later. <laughs> okay, folks, so we are back. Paul has the hiccups, and uh, Corbs has been talking about butt stuff. It's been a very interesting break. Uh, in Sabak. Yeah, in Sabak, yeah. So, uh, Paul, do you think we should roll right into the news? Actually, that's what's on the, the paperwork here. Well, it's a good Have thing we been I know following it's... the paperwork? <laughs> For the most part? No, we haven't. <laughs> no, really, for the most part. Yeah, we really have. We still need to circle back to the Magic the Gathering cartoon, by the way, because oh. I'm curious about that. I but, have no details on that. Oh, well, fuck that noise then. Let's keep going. All right, so let's go on to the news. First up, Augustus Bowell once said we Wait. must all... Who? Augustus, uh, sorry, Augustus Bowell, not Bowell. Can I continue? Please. How old are you? I mean, I mean, it was. I said bowel. Name. Come on, dude. All right. Just, just, I just, okay. <laughs> so you got excited. Augustus Boal once said, "We must all do theater to find out who we are and discover if we can be Batman." He really didn't say that. Uh, what he actually said is that you know to find out if we can be who we are or something along the some some important thing, but. The point of this is, the 2018 Japanese animated film Batman Ninja is being adapted as a stage play at Tokyo's Theater Moliere Shinjuku. It will run from October 10th to December 31st, 2020, and I am not sure Batman is a good choice for the stage. I, mean, I agree. Sketchy. I'm imagining Aaron bat- batterings, cutting ropes, and dropping sandbags on people's heads, but I mean, that's just me. Uh, I will buy that DVD. I don't know if it's a theater show, dude. I, mean, I know, but they fucking record the show all the time. Well, yeah, in New York, this is in Japan. I mean, and I'm guessing this isn't the biggest theater in Japan because the biggest theater in Japan wouldn't be doing fucking Batman. Anyway, moving on. 
Not a tiger I want to catch by the tail. Do you remember the 90s and the Tiger electronic LCD handhelds? Do you yes. remember those? Okay. They were horrible. Take a good game, pare it down to one or two moves for infinity. You know, it's like, hey, you know, punch and kick and hit the same guy forever. They were Game Boys for poor kids, basically. I had Double Dragon. Me too. <laughs> if you want to spend fourteen ninety nine, twice what it would actually get, you know, get the real game on like a virtual console or on the, the PSN or something like that, they are exclusively available at GameStop. And who fucking asked for this? I'm just saying, if they do Mandalorian, buying it for the kids to shut them up. No, no, they're they're doing the actual old games. Oh, really? The the I think maybe they're going to do some so new black ones. and white like. Horrible else. Yes, like like one of the three they're releasing is Little Mermaid. I mean, these are the original games. They're re-releasing the original shitty games. Yeah, pass. Yeah, that, that's what I kind of thought. And this is going to be a short news segment because it's been a very long show. Finally, I don't care what you think. Christopher Gans announces that there is a new Silent Hill movie in production. He is working on Silent Hill 3. Now, for those of you who are not... Wait, there were two of them? There were two of them. The original Silent Hill, which is on my top three movies of all time, that is on my Desert Island movies, and a lot of the internet thinks I'm stupid. In fact... Did they tell you that? They actually did. I recently went on Omnichan, and there was a top three movies thread. My top three movies were um, Silent Hill... um, Wait, are they all horror... Like, no, it was your, it, horror, you could do whatever you wanted. It was your your, your favorite okay. movies, period. I'm just making sure. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, it was uh, Silent Hill, uh, Night of the Living Dead, and uh, The Meaning of Life by Monty Python. Um, Two out of three are bad on that. The response to that was... Kill yourself? Th- this is a faggot who lives with his in his mom's basement and fucks himself with a big black dildo. Do you, do you please get screen captures of that? Uh, no, yeah, on four on four uh, chan things disappear after like you, oh, really? you hit like two hundred. It's uh, kind of like Snapchat. Basically, yeah. So That's it's gone forever. Is. But I, I laughed so hard; it was so funny. Wow. But I did some vitriol. I digress. Yeah, the whole thing is... I mean, Dude, that's how I know exactly what the racists and shit are doing, because I actually They're go to the place chan? where they all sit there and talk, and I read the shit. Can we go fuck with them? I'm going to tell you this, okay? I shouldn't go there, should no, I? No, we, we could, but if we fuck with 4chan, it might fuck back. Mm. You talk about incels, this is where they're born. That's where the incels are. Yeah. Uh. Anyway... Um, moving on to uh, what I was actually talking about. So right. yes, there were um, three. Uh, there were two Silent Hill movies. The original one was done by Christopher Gans, and I think it is brilliant. Uh, people complain that well, you know, it, it digresses from the games. But I mean, how do you make a movie about running away from shit and puzzles? You have to add some stuff. Okay. Uh, when I watch that movie, every single time I notice something I didn't notice before, and I think it is visually beautiful. The second movie kind of sucks big balls. Hot garbage. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it was in development hell for like two or three years. Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones was in the movie. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. And this was after he was already famous, and they still held on to it for three years before releasing it direct to DVD. Because, I mean, the, the act, Sean Bean is in it too. The acting is stilted and awful. Visually, it still <clears throat> looks pretty good. Um, but it's uh, it's not a good movie. I don't know what happened. What I do know is that Christopher Gann... Gans was not involved in that because he started writing the, the second one and then Konami said we want something more like the Resident Evil franchise and he said that's not what I want to do so he walked away uh, for whatever reason there's a lot of Silent Hill buzz right now uh, there's a rumor that Konami's working on two different games and now Christopher Gans comes out and says he's working on a third film I am beyond fucking excited because that is maybe my favorite game franchise uh, 
Definitely one of my favorite movies. And when I say one of, I mean it may be number one. It's possible that it's number one. If you make me sit down and crunch numbers, it may come out on top. Even though it's not the best horror movie out there, uh, from a, a from what it, 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 the feelings it evokes, what when I watch it, when weird shit happens, the way it makes me feel uncomfortable, uh, that's really the reason that I like the movie. Because other horror movies I watch it, ooh, jump scare, I'm scared. When I watch this movie, it makes me feel weird. It makes me think. I go to bed that night because we just recently rewatched it with the kids. Um, I go to bed thinking about the concepts that movie brings up, and I think that's that's a hallmark of a good movie, and I think it stands the test of time. Now, isn't that based off of a, a actual town in Pennsylvania? Well, the, ish. The, the, ish. The story's made up. Well, well, no, here's the thing. The movie is based off the town. The game series is not. The movie co-opted the idea of Centralia, Pennsylvania, where there's a coal, a fire burning underground, right. and they worked that into the plot. That is not something that is in the games at all. Okay. Uh, and that's another reason why purists are like, well, this is stupid. They, you know, this none of this shit was in the games, and they, they just don't seem to understand that. I mean, the first Silent Hill is literally running away from enemies that you can't actually fight, and puzzles. You can't make a movie based on that. You have to no. add some shit. And as far as you know, faithful adaptations. I mean, yeah, they they took Pyramid Head, which is an iconic figure yes. who appeared in the second game. They moved him to the first movie. People are pissed about that. The nurses didn't appear in the second or the, the first game, and that's why people are mad about it. And it's these are the things that actually made it good. Yes, they kind of jumbled things up a bit. So but it they worked. they took the iconic imagery of the imagery series and and put it into the first movie, but people are pissed about it. Yes, isn't that kind of like Mortal Kombat? That's exactly like Mortal Kombat. Okay. Mortal Kombat. But, I mean, that that's the news, kids. Um, I have a few criminal buddies I need to go and pardon now. Spoiler, they're all at this table. Paul? Well, at least I'm getting a pardon. Just saying. Yeah, nothing you did matters. <clears throat> I mean, and that's good. So That's no- kind of how I feel every day anyway. <laughs> what? I was letting the fucking giggles come through. Okay. Sure. So I, I want to start something new. Good for you. And this is called Geek Pods Hot Takes. Hot what? Hot takes. I thought he said hot cakes. Paul, you're drunk. I like hot cakes too. I thought he said something else, but we're not going to go there. Dude, what did what? you think I said? Hot takes. Hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different show. That That is a totally different show. That is a different show. No, Geek Pods Hot Takes. There you go. Enunciate. Enunciate. I always think of the 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 tech. Remember tech on Comedy Central? No. Like thirty five years ago. You mean the tick on Amazon Prime? No, not that one. Okay, the other tick. Yes. yes, I the know original. that one. I got ticks. <laughs> I said ticks, dude. You ticks. know, four people are going to listen to this and actually think you have ticks. He does. I've seen him. Go on, Paul. You've seen my tick? Yeah, it's small. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Alrighty then. So, Geek Pod's hot takes. My idea is this is going to be stuff that, you know, most people are probably not going to be happy about. And I don't give a fuck. Oh, this is going to be good. I don't give a fuck. And I want to start with soapbox culture. Soapbox culture. Now, I had intended to actually write this up. 
And but but it's great that you waited until you've had like seven beers to just make it up on the fly. No, I, I applaud your bravery. It's not that he he couldn't. He just can't write. Right. If you look at it, it's all it's all typed up. <laughs> He's not wrong. You can't read my handwriting. Nobody can. No, nobody can. All right. So soapbox culture. I mean, does this resonate with you guys at all? Well, you're talking about getting up on a box and preaching and saying that you're right when other people are wrong. Basically. Basically yeah. But it's mostly on our social media platforms. Oh, God. And I'm fucking tired of it. I'm, I'm tired of the fact that we're going to get people who, I don't know, want to scold us for our choices in what we eat or, you know, what, what, what our preference is in religion or anything that covers it. You know what? Yeah, I don't need to be fucking told what to believe and how to believe it. Okay? And it's happening a lot on Facebook, which is where I'm mostly seeing it. And, you know, this is all for our fucking, our, our, our pony boys and our fucking atheist guys. And you know what? I'm not always disagreeing with what they have to say. But you know what? I don't fucking need you telling me what to believe or how to believe it. Believe it. Hey, Paul. Do you want to step off your soapbox now? (laughs) No, and and that's the beauty beauty of what I'm doing is I understand that I'm doing the exact same thing that I'm bitching about. But it's a problem for me. Have you guys noticed this? I can't tell. I can't tell it's a problem. Okay, well, he's lying, and um, yes. yes, it is a problem. Uh, here, here's the thing. Uh, what you don't realize is that our culture has become very confrontational. That's why, uh, like, for instance, Russians are trying to help both Trump and Bernie Sanders win in the election because they realize anything that sows discord is going to cause people to fight. Okay, our lives are good. We no longer die of cholera and measles, you know, at age 14. Agree. We, we, we have medical interventions that make us live longer. We don't have to worry about getting food. We can get jobs. I mean, yes, life could be better if we had health care, but it also doesn't suck. What do you do with a society that's actually in a decent place? You pit them against each other. You fight amongst each other over dumb bullshit. A good example that we've talked about in the past people who have not watched The Walking Dead since the first season chiming in 10 seasons later on every single Walking Dead article. Okay, they're doing that. That's what we call trolls. They're doing that only to be assholes. They're like, oh, well, I see this latest news about the 10th season of Walking Dead. Your show sucked. It should be canceled, and I haven't watched since season one. And then there's a bunch of people going, why the fuck are you commenting on an article if you haven't watched since season one? It, it, it goes back and forth. Soapbox culture, I mean, a soapbox should be when you stand up on that box and you say something that changes people's fucking lives. If it doesn't change their lives, you're a troll. Shut the fuck up. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Did, did, I, did I make the point for you? You're, you're actually getting there with me. Um, but it's just... <laughs> I'm getting there with you, dude. You, you might need to slow down a little bit. You said, you, you're talking about shut the fuck up. All I can think of is Dennis Larry, no cure for cancer. Shut, shut the fuck up. Next. It's not wrong. And not the first time that's been referenced on this podcast. No. Absolutely not. Um. You got no idea where you are, do you? No, I do, but, like, he literally 
succinctly brought it up to me. I'm sorry. Like I, 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 said, I, I didn't mean to stand on your soapbox, dude. No, it's fine. Uh, it will push you back off. Um, and no, it's fine, and we can move on from it, because I'm glad it resonated, which was my whole point. And I was going to take shots at other things, but no, actually, know, it's I'd not like worth it. I want to no. hear what you have to say. No, 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 no. Take shots. Come on. Come on. No, because Shoot. some of them are friends. Shoot. So, so you were going to take shots at friends, but because I defined something, you're not going to take shots at friends? No, because you're I'm still giant, flipping. You're a giant Flipping pussy. and flopping off. You're a pussy. So anybody who's Paul, who's Paul's friend, remember, he might be flip-flopping on you. Don't wear flip-flops, man. I mean, do you really want me to go there? Go there. I mean, it's all of our Stay Gold fans and our fucking... Well, you can always edit the shit out. I'm not going to. We're lazy. Well, dude, this is all you. We're it doesn't lazy. reflect on me. So say what you want to say. Seriously. I mean, I just don't want to be told like who who I should be supporting and what I should be eating, or how I should be fucking worshiping, even though I don't. You know what I mean? Well, you shouldn't be worshiping. That that's actually There's... the answer there. But I mean, <laughs> and I agree with you. But you know where I'm going with this? Oh yeah. Okay. It's, it's just fucking annoying. Shut your fucking mouth. Like, people can make their own decisions. I think a good rule of thumb would be, if you want to talk about this stuff, this is why we have Facebook groups. Talk about your shit in groups of people that agree with your shit. Right. Okay? Instead of bringing it out for everyone to have to see. But well, that's, that's, that's the issue right there. If you're, not talking about, if you're talking about it in a group, certain people can't see it. If you put it out for the public to see... Everybody can fucking see it. Well, at, publicly, anybody can look at your group or join your group. They have that option. It, it, the problem is, um, and I see a lot of this on, uh, because I'm a member of a lot of atheist groups, free thinker groups, um, and a lot of very left-leaning type um, Facebook pages. Um, not because I don't, I don't necessarily always agree with what they say, but they tend to skew in a direction that I appreciate. So... Uh, I mean, I'll say atheists all the way, you know, but, you know, some of the really far liberal stuff does get to me. Uh, but the, the big thing is you don't walk into a room full of people who are, who all love the color purple and say, not the movie, just the literal color purple and say, the color purple sucks. That does nothing for your argument. It does nothing for their argument. It's pointless. If you walk into a group of people that's like, we think all colors should be debated, or we like all colors equally, then put you, put your voice in there. It makes sense to make your argument. Right now on the internet, people are walking into groups of, pe- of, of other people that all have one single opinion, and they're not trying to change it. They're, they don't care about changing it. All they want to do is cause discord and sow, sow seeds of dissent. And you can't sow seeds of dissent into people that all think the same way. All right. you can do is cause... Basically, it's the equi- this is why I don't reply to shit on Facebook. It's like, you know, well, no, fuck you. You're wrong. Here's why. I mean, it, even right down to politics. Okay, here's here's the article that points out everything you said was wrong. I just had an instance this weekend, okay? My, my middle daughter has decided she wants to be vegan. This is two weeks after she decided she wanted to be dairy-free. I think she needs to be dairy-free because of her bowel issues. But her mother has decided to go vegan. I've looked at some of her recipes on Facebook. I was actually thinking about trying a few of them. Not that I want to be vegan, but, you know, vegan bolognese sauce, you know, complete meat-free bolognese sauce. I'm like, that sounds interesting. I wonder how it would be. Um, Now, last weekend, um, this daughter says to me, my mom's vegan. I like the idea, but I could never go without meat. 
And she always gets ribs on her birthday. So she's like, I couldn't go without my birthday ribs. I get a text from her mother this week. Ellis decided to go vegan. And she doesn't want to tell you because you said it's stupid. And I'm like, that is not the conversation we had four days ago. Okay? So her and I had a discussion um, today about this. And I'm like, listen, you know, I just want to talk to you about this. First of all, I think it's a bad idea that you're making a second lifestyle change uh, so close to making a first lifestyle change. Right. Um, Going vegan is the right thing for some people, but you have a specific bowel issue. I think you should stick with dairy-free for at least six months and then maybe... See where it goes. Yeah, and then make another change so if something bad happens, you know what caused it. Um, I, I also told her that, you know... You have a tendency to follow fads, and when's the last time you bitched at me for using the wrong pronoun? We've had that discussion before. Uh, this Off is, mic. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're sure you want to do this now? Well, no, okay, I'm, okay, I won't go into detail, but she she sees something one week, decides, oh, this is going to be me, and then three weeks later she forgets about it. Gotcha. But the thing that really pissed me off... Yeah, but she's of that age. Yeah, she is. The thing that really pissed me off is she she kept saying, oh, there's this documentary my mom showed me. All about veganism, okay? And I looked it up, and I, I probably could look up the history on my phone and tell you what the name of it is, but I don't want to because um, I said, did you do the research to see if this documentary or a documentary was just showing you one side? She said, well, my mom would have done it, so I, I, I did it. It took me five seconds to find out, oh, wait, hey, here this documentary, here's how they skewed all the science there. Now, again, not saying veganism is bad, but almost every point that documentary makes is skewed in of one course. way or another. Of course it is. Because it was a documentary made by somebody that wants you to be vegan. Now, maybe that's the right choice for her, but you know, my wife says it's not worth the fight, but I'm like, you know what? How would you feel if you had to share custody with with Avery with me and I was telling Avery that she needed to go to church or she was going to go to hell? I right. Mean, it's still propaganda. And it still bothers me that she she's now asking me to buy different food, make different meals for her. She wants to change her entire life over something that's successful for her mother. Now, her mother did this because she had a, a, a medical issue, and she was very stuffy afterwards. I don't need to go into detail. Um, two weeks after going vegan, that all stopped. And that's good. She, she looked at it, and she decided to do that. But now my daughter is deciding, I want to do it too. Based on you know somewhat false information, not entirely false information, but somewhat false, and and that I forgot where I was going with all of that. Soapbox culture. Yeah, soapbox culture. No, well, no, no. I, I remember what it was. It basically is people come in with an opinion, and you try to tear them apart. You try to show them the science. You try to say, hey, no, no, you're wrong about this. But they never cared. They about don't want that to hear to it. Yeah. They, they didn't care about that to begin with. They just wanted to disrupt you. They want to pull you away from your family dinner every five minutes to reply to another thing on a Facebook a thread. That's that's the whole point. Flat earthers. Yeah, I mean, I, I see it with with. There's some some people. There's a few people on, on my Facebook friends that are very very. We're very very close friends. There was a point in life where, uh, I mean, one of them was my best man at my first wedding, and the shit I see them say these days. I, I want to, like, point to an article and say, this is, no, no, don't, don't perpetuate this. And if this is your source of truth, think about all of the other things they say to you. But I've decided not to. 
Oh, Corbs just wrote, I need to pee on the bottom of a piece of paper. <laughs> I was wondering with a hey Corbs, could you grab me a random beer while you're up there? Yep. Not a Budweiser. Make sure you bring Budweiser. Just to punish him. I don't know why I'm punishing you. Not for me, but one for you. I don't want a Budweiser. Anyway, uh, but and this has been a real struggle for me recently. I've fought with this a lot because, like I said, one of them was a. It, it's he was the the best man in my first wedding. He was my guitarist for ten years. How you? How dare you not make me your best man years before you knew me? Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it hurts me to see them propagating putting forth false information and I, I i do not believe that they're going hey here's a lie that i can make people believe i don't think right they're doing no that. they 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 buy into it they think it's true and i don't get it because again we, we've had discussions before same idea the best man in my wedding is now a devout christian and he was the one and i know we've made jokes about this before they gave me the uh the book about um, anger. I think maybe maybe that came up once. I know it did because I, I shared the picture of it. Yep. Okay. Excuse me. Sorry. Guys, guys, this is gonna get bad. Just roll with it. Uh, yeah, because we we're going we're going down roads that we probably shouldn't. Yeah. And this is why Saturday nights are bad. But we enjoy them so. And they just get you in trouble. You enjoy them. Now, I can't lie. I do enjoy spending time with my friends, but yeah, it is... Uh, but you get the eye grow at home. Yeah. Yeah, and I understand it, and I I, I feel bad for that. But not enough to uh, mm. stop. No, because everything's about me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we haven't discussed the fact that I upgraded video game systems. You did? I did. Turn around. Look. Look at the red box. Red box. I don't. I don't. Don't to see your what you're left talking about. Before you head up the stairs. Oh. Do you mean the Nintendo Switch? Yes. That's not an upgrade. I did do. Just so you know, the air the, quotes. Oh, okay. Um, my mom bought us an, a Nintendo Switch, and there was a funny story with it. Uh, we were at my family's for Christmas Eve. And, we're, you know, the kids are opening all their gifts. And all of a sudden, across the room, I get launched a box at me. Okay. Literally, across the room. She threw the fucking box at me. Okay? Hit me in the ding ding. I'm not gonna lie. <clears throat> she threw a fucking Nintendo Switch at me. Because that's about how much they're worth. You know what? We're enjoying it. Okay, it's not a bad system. It's severely underpowered. It's it's Nintendo. It's which is always underpowered. And yes. usually Nintendo has a gimmick. Like, I, I, I have a Wii. We played our Wii within the past two weeks. You um, were touching your Wii. Were you? Seriously, that joke is so fucking old. Let it go. So is our fucking show. <laughs> uh, I mean, the Wii had a great a great gimmick. Great show. Um, great uh, games. Yeah, the, the Switch, here's the thing. The Switch basically, um, it, it's interesting. I actually had a conversation it with my... It perpetuates the Wii, is what it does. No, it doesn't. No, oh, it fucking does. No, it doesn't. Do you it's the same even... thing. Okay, Paul, shut up. Good I'm news. about to school you, okay? No, you're not. But yes, I am. You. I had a conversation with my uh, wife about this uh, two weeks ago while we were walking through Target. Um, 
Nintendo is in a very unique position right now because they have created a product which cannibalizes their most successful product. In the past, they have had a mediocre home video game system and a gangbusters portable system. That's how it's been since the Nintendo 64. Or, well, maybe the GameCube. That was okay. But ever, ever since that, the Wii was popular, but yeah, the 3DS has always been more popular. They now have a product that eats both of those markets. It does both. And it's actually successful because they've released the Switch Lite, which is basically a handheld video game system. Now, you have a look on your face. I do. I'm going to let you finish. Okay, I do want to hear what you have to say, though. But but it's unique because nobody in the video game industry has ever done that before. You know, they thought people were going to play the Switch. Oh, I can take it with me, but it's still a home system. No, people okay. are like, I, I can take it with say. me. I don't need a TV. I nope. can just take it with me. No, nope. you, you just hit on the fact that I, I, I don't need to rebuke your thing at all. all right. Because you're, you're right. You're right. And, and it's an unexpected um, uh, thing. It wasn't what they expected. Yeah, but you it know wasn't what? the purpose. Um, the 3DS is, is, is going out. I mean, th- this is Nintendo from now on. I, I think the, the Switch is now going to be their only product. And it, it's the only product they need to have. And you know what? You're absolutely right because they're pushing the light. And I even want one. And I love my, my my PlayStation Vita. I love it. But, I mean, if you can give me a Switch that can play shit like Skyrim and Fallout, I mean, I'll drop the 200 bucks. That's at a price point that I'm not going to do it now. But I, I think Fallout might, might be on there. Maybe Skyrim is. I know there's been some memory issues because the Switch has been really low memory. Mm-hmm. But if, if there's a solution for that, like I can use my own SD card, um, I may be a Switch owner. Nope, that's the bug. In the, uh, the, next, in the next year. I'm, I'm a- actually actively considering it. Only based on the fact they finally released one that... Without all the bullshit, because yeah, I don't need a high-end connect-to-the-TV Nintendo system. Welcome back, cars. We're, We're talking, talking about Nintendo. Hey, th- this was a, a nice, nice play, nice idea, but I probably want something that like has a darker label and has like IPA or something else written on it. My bad. Next time. No, no, no you're, you're good. No, you don't no, know, no. But it's all right. He's just a douche. <laughs> He's learned from me. Really? <laughs> Just go with it. I'm trying to make you out to be the sympathetic. So you're a douche? Oh, we all know that. Come on. Seriously? You flush out pussies? Well, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> At least an inch time. <laughs> <laughs> you saved that. You saved that. Uh, thank you. I mean, uh, we, 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 we've made that a thing where I had the whole Irish curse thing. Now, the interesting uh, dynamic I'm noticing is... Corbs really goes for the uh, 13-year-old jokes, which completely derail everything, because we make the 13-year-old jokes, but we cloak them in more sophisticated things. But he throws it right out there, and it's like... Look, I'm a a 13-year-old and a 44-year-old body, so... We we know, we know. No, I'm just letting everybody else know. It's not a bad thing. He's putting it out there, he's putting the point on it. But you know, we've never had... You realize this is an all-new GeekPod. Even though it's the original GeekPod, it's an all-new GeekPod. Because, maybe it's because you're older, or maybe it's because we're recording this while we're drinking beer, but you're actually a different person now than you were when we recorded years ago. Right? He talks more. 
First talks more, it interjects more, interrupts more. <laughs> I love it. That's because I've been drinking. Yeah, 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 probably. Uh, but it certainly you, you, changes this. See, that's the thing. You didn't know me when I was younger, when I drank a lot. When I drank a lot, I you couldn't shut me the fuck up. Dude, shut up. I wouldn't no, have no, thought no, no, that no. because you, I would have said you're the quietest friend I had. No. When I, when I don't drink, I, you're, you're right. I'm the guy that sits in the corner at a party and just sits over there. Doesn't talk to anybody. I've always been that person. I've never, ever... Paul's shaking his head now. Finish. Go ahead. Don't shake your head at me, you fucker. Oh, oh I will. Because <laughs> I did two and a half years with you at ITT, and you were not quiet. Don't give me that bullshit. He was saying when he was younger, dude. When I was younger. Younger. Come on. Oh, pre-like fucking... Pre-fucking? Pre-fucking. <laughs> dude, ITT Tech was like middle age, okay? No, I was going pre uh I know you like to think that that was high school and you're only like 23, but I mean, that's not the case. That was a long time ago, yeah. No, but yeah, when I was younger, I would go to parties. Now, I I didn't drink. When I was in high school, I didn't drink a lot. I didn't drink until I got to be about a senior high school. Yeah. You know, all my other friends would, you know, would drink and whatnot and all that stuff. And I, I, it was never something I grew up with. So I didn't know. So when I got to be a senior and, you, you know, you start hanging out at more parties and stuff like that, I started to drink a little more. I got involved with some buddies that, like, drank, still like to drink. Um, so I drank a little bit more. And then as I got to be a little bit older, I got to be 21, 22. That's what we did. Now, when I was 22, I worked at Blockbuster Video in North Syracuse. And behind Blockbuster Video was Carmela's in North Syracuse. Don't laugh. Why are you fucking laughing at me? He was looking at his phone. Uh, it was actually a burp. Alright, whatever. N- not right in the mic. It's one thing if, oh, I can't help it, I'm burping. But when you burp directly in the microphone, that disrespects our uh, audience. Uh, fuck that. Fuck like that. Like that? That one? So, we, I would work Friday night. Nobody I would work. is listening past that. You know that, right? They're all like, okay, I'm done. They've just completely Guys, hold on. I have one more good thing. So, I worked... Uh, so I would work Friday nights. So I would work Friday. I would work Friday until five o'clock. No, I'm good, man. I'm good. Thank you. Um, I'd work till five o'clock, and all my buddies, my my brother, all my friends would work till five o'clock, and we would literally go to Carmela's at five o'clock on a Friday night. Five thirty, okay. we'd meet at five thirty, six o'clock, and you had happy hour until nine o'clock, and it was dollar drafts. So we would sit there and drink. Until 9 o'clock for dollar drafts. And then at 9 o'clock, happy hour would end, and then you'd have to wait till 11 o'clock, and then it would be dollar 25 drafts after 11 o'clock. So you didn't drink between those hours? No, no, no. We ordered like four or five beers at that time. You'd get the chips, and then oh, yeah. you'd, every, you know, you'd throw them in, and they'd give you the beers. So then at 11 o'clock, you'd start drinking for dollar 25. We'd order food during that time. But my thing is, when I was younger, and I'd go to parties, I'd be the guy off in the corner. Not doing anything. I, I maybe have a beer or two off in the corner by myself or with my buddies or whatever. I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't socialize. I was very awkward when I was younger and I wasn't very confident with myself. So as I started to drink more, I got those beer muscles and that beer confidence. So I started to talk a little bit more. So as I got older and I drank more, I became more confident. So the more I drink, the more confident I become, the more I talk. So that's what you're saying is true. If I'm not drinking, 
I'm kind of the guy that sits back and... You're like, you talk about baseball for 10 minutes and then yep. you're silent the rest of the show. Exactly. You know, it's funny because you know how you said, you know, I had some buddies that drank, so that's what we did. I have a similar story. When I was 13, <laughs> I joined a, a, a blues band <laughs> full of like 30-year-old guys <laughs> right. playing rhythm guitar. And we drank and that's what we did. And I didn't stop till I was like 39. <laughs> It, 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 there was a real bad period yep. in there, yep. but uh, it, it was rough because I started at such a young age, and back then nobody carded the band. Right, it didn't matter. Right, you know, we, right, we right. drank all night, and it was just—it it wasn't that. Oh, I'm an alcoholic. I have to drink as much beer. It's like you're in the band, you drink. Right. Yeah, you, you drink until you pass out. Yeah, I mean, you, you drink until you pass out next to a girl you don't know. Right. I mean, that's just what you did. Yeah, exactly. Because you were in the band. And, yeah. I mean, while I don't regret those years, because I definitely had a very interesting life, and where I ended up is like, re really interesting in comparison to some of the other people that uh, came up with me in the, the local music scene. I'm not saying for better or worse. I right. mean, probably worse because I'm no longer in the music scene. But, I mean, damn, I had a good run. Right. And, you know, I mean, I, I figure playing in front of about 500 people, you know, for my best show, I mean, that that's something I can die proud of that. I mean, it could have been better, yeah, right. but... Right. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of people that have never played in front of more than 15 people. I've never played in front of anybody. <laughs> well, musicians that haven't played Right, in front of no, no, I, I, and you're right, and my, and my buddy, who I, I've known since high school, he plays guitar. He's never played in front of anybody. Like you're saying, he's never done it. So, I, I get what you're saying. There's the people that have the confidence to do that. Now, he it's not that he, he lacks confidence. He just, he was never in that music scene. Yeah. So, I mean, he doesn't play. But he, you know, like, I will say that his, I'll sit go over to his house. I mean, I, I still, he's my best friend. I, I've known him since high school. I've known him since 10th grade. Well, I'll tell you this. Since you know a musician, and I'll throw this out there. And I don't think I've actually said this officially, um... And I guess I'm saying it officially on mic. Um, I can't let shit like that interfere with the life I've built for myself. Right. But I do believe that I have one more band left in me. And I will say this because the last band I was in... Yeah, I, I have one recorded show we did where I was drinking out of a straight bottle of vodka. Because that's because it was like a show at a buddy's house. And it was like his annual summer barbecue. And we were all fucked up. But every other show we did... And even though I've played with this band for a period of about 10 years. Okay. Uh, we, we did go through a break and then a change of people and stuff, but we, it was the same band for about a decade. Um, the beginning of that decade, I was fucking hammered every time we played, every time we practiced. The end of that decade, I was like, I want to be sober until the show's over. Because I, I finally realized that, you know, you used to think, oh, I'm better when I'm looser. I realized I wasn't. At this age, I would love to give it one more try because, I, first of all, I know that's not going to be an issue because right. I know I'm at my best when I'm at my most alert. And uh, I think that it would be interesting to try, but it can't. I mean, I can't do going home at three a.m. Right. anymore. Not not in the, the, the position I'm in. So I would love to uh, give it another try. If there are any uh, musician friends out there that uh, would like to give it a shot, probably not going to happen. But that's right. I'm going to ask you. Just you just got back from the bathroom. I'm assuming everything come out okay. I whip my own ass. <laughs> Scuba Steve. 
You know they're doing a, a pop vinyl, like the bobblehead figures of him. Are they? Nice. Yes. Nice. Um, I'm assuming Hugh had to take a piss. I'm assuming. I, I literally put a beard on in front of him and he literally jumped up and walked away. What did I miss? Uh, we were just talking about... like Scuba Steve? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> no, we were just... We were, I mean, we are talking about, like... Like everybody says, I mean, I'm a very, I'm very much an introvert. You, you've known me for going on what, ten years? Maybe. Has it been that long? Has it been that long? When did we go? I've been, I've been with with my current position for six years. Okay, so. So seven at least before we graduated. So eight. We'll say 2012. Would it be fun for us to post the picture of uh? Well, I, I, I I saw the picture of the three of us. The three of us, yes, yes. This is the same one I'm talking about, yep. but you I think we have to get his permission before we probably. can post that. Yep. You know, have, what? You, have you talked to him at all? Yeah, he's a house husband. I think I've, I, I've I'm friends with him on Facebook, so I've seen stuff on Facebook. I mean, I I know his wife is was was headhunted. That's why they moved where they. <laughs> that's why they moved where they were. She was headhunted to go mm-hmm. down there and be yes. So I, I would assume she makes decent money where he doesn't really need to do that anymore. to do anything yeah. else, which is perfectly fine. It's great. No offense. I mean, if I could find a girl that could right? pay the bills, I would fucking stay home with the kids. I'm okay with that. So here's my question: Do we do we pull him in this summer for an episode with three of us, a special episode? I don't see where that would be. A, I mean, is a, when's he going to be here? Though I mean, I, know I don't can, know. Do you remember when I told him he was a pirate? You don't remember that? I don't remember that. At school, uh, we, we we told our friend, well, we as in me, listen to that, Smithics. I am so glad you found one of those. I found it in the back of the fridge. You're welcome. You actually rummaged around in the back of the I fridge heard him up there Just for you, my friend. But I told him he was a pirate. Because he had that the big bushy beard. Yep. And the earrings. Yep, yep. And so he was a pirate. That's why I told him. He was okay with it. I was thinking about ITT the other day. All the, f- all the, the fact that we all got anally raped? Yeah. I was thinking about the fact that I thought I was ending my night with a Bavarian hyphen wise and one fucking donut thing that, uh, you know, uh, Corbs brought me. But Sorry. Paul brought me a Smithix and I'm happy What the now. fuck did you bring him? <laughs> I don't Whatever's know. on the label of the beer next to you. Oh, there's nothing wrong with fucking Sam Adams buffet. buffet. You can't even say it. He's, no, he's done. We're done. He's done. He's done. We're done. Maybe I won't fuck my neighbor. We'll see. Maybe uh, I won't fuck my neighbor. What did I miss? Fight, <laughs> not fuck. It's not what it sounded like. It's not what it sounded that's like. A, it's not. That's a whole different story. Uh, can I just point out that this is like a forty-minute half of the episode already? You like to point that out. What's the total? I mean, where were we before? I mean, think about it. We were over an hour and change. So, what kind of change? Those fucking fucking guys. Well, oh. that could be like an hour and fifty minutes, or you know, two hours and thirty minutes, depending on where we stop. So it really. Let's see what we good. got. Let's do it. Let's just finish the show. Well, no, because I, I was talking to you about ITT because I I ran into um what the fuck's her name? Titties. Ann. Jody? This is awesome. Right oh, here. wait. Whoa. Redhead? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I can't remember We can probably get sued, but don't finish her name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. She, How'd you run into her? Well, I was at. Uh, was she bringing in? No, she was with her boyfriend. Somebody. She was with another person. I didn't talk to her because I don't think she recognized who I was. I was at uh, OIP. 
oh one God. day, I like and boys. I saw her in there. And I just was like, I know that girl. Okay. Did you talk to her? No, because she didn't fucking Jesus know who I was. Christ. And she was with another guy, dude. I didn't want to go have to fight somebody at, on, my, on work. I mean, that's just wrong. <laughs> Sorry. I digress. <clears throat> so comic picks. Yes, All of a sudden, you read comics again. You. Yeah, well, dude, I do read comics. I don't. I'm actually caught up. I'm completely caught up. I, we I, stopped doing this before because you outright told me on an episode that you don't have time to read comics anymore. Yeah, yeah, but you know what, Paul? In all fairness, part of the reason I didn't have time to read comics and bring them to the show is because you weren't reading comics at all. That's not true. I always read comics. If they have Moon Knight or Nova in them. Okay, and when there's not... when During the, like, nine-month span where there's not a Moon Knight or Nova comic... You mean the every month span? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, but no, I actually do have a comic pick. What did I put down there? <laughs> I have a comic pick, but I don't remember what it is. Well, no, I wrote this um, up yesterday. Deceased Unkillables yes. number one. Yes, I did I did want to talk about this. Did you huh? buy this? Yes, I did. Well, motherfucker, I bought a copy for you today. Uh, here, here's the thing. Uh, so I have an extra. What the fuck? I'm sorry. Um, I, I don't like check with how, you before I buy. Comics. I was gonna say, how dare you not tell me everything you buy? Here's the thing. Um, I, I, and I've given a lot of thought to this over the past few days. What I wanted to say about this, um, Corbs, I'm about to like give you some comic knowledge to try Dropping to absorb. You drop some knowledge on me. Yes. Right. So years ago, Marvel did something called Marvel Zombies, and the idea That's was insane. that. A zombie virus infected the Marvel Universe. The thing was, while it made normal people zombies, it made the, the superheroes because they have different systems. Super well, the super zombies, yes, but here's the thing. They didn't lose their minds except when they were hungry. After they ate, they could think about all the horrible things they did um, until they got hungry again and they, they lost their shit. And there was a whole bunch of series of comics that talk about different parts of, of this whole thing. Happened on an alternate universe, of course. Now, DC decided to do their own thing called Deceased. And uh, first of all, good name. You know, good name. It was cool, yeah. yeah. And the, the first series uh, was good. The The only problem I had with it, even though I, I loved it, uh, first of all, I mean, the zombies still sort of have some intelligence, but they're infected by something called the, the anti-life equation. That's, that's a thing in the DC universe. I really wish they'd just gone with a uh, an actual zombie virus. Instead of tying it into dark side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish they just gone with that. Because um, there's, it doesn't matter what you do, it's totally going to look like a copy of Marvel Zombies. Without a doubt. Yeah, there, there, there's no, no, no. You try to separate it and make it like you know tricky or something. It doesn't matter. It's a copy of Marvel Zombies. But that's okay because you're the competitor to Marvel. And you're going to do your own thing. I mean, Marvel Zombies was 15 years ago. Okay. Holy so, shit, was it? No, I'm just spitballing. I don't know, but I mean, I don't I, think you're wrong. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm wrong either. Uh, but it's still it's still cool to see the DC Universe heroes, which are different, kind of dealing with the same thing. Big problem with the first series is that too many of the big names fell. Gone. Yeah. And they said this new series, Unkillables, this is why we didn't touch on that many of the villains in the first series, because we wanted to leave some. This is an ongoing thing, and they, they wanted to leave some some villains and people left over to tell stories about. Well, the people they left over, Harley Quinn, of course, you know, the, the queen. I watched, by the way, I watched the series finale of her animated show this evening with my daughter, and uh, the Harley Quinn animated show, fucking top notch. Really? Yeah, fucking great. Haven't checked out. So fucking funny. 
I mean, they took every... To the point of, at one point, the Queen of All Fables sends them all up to Jack and the Beanstalk, and Poison Ivy's trying to distract Harley Quinn from asking her why she has Kite Man's number memorized. And she's like, <laughs> how big do you think that giant's dick is? Okay, this is how this cartoon goes. Yes. That's awesome. It's so fucking funny. Anyway, um, uh, but Harley Quinn... Okay, and here's the rest of your, your A-listers for this series. Mirror Master. Okay. Flash villain. Bane. Okay. I don't even remember who else because they don't Isn't fucking it? matter. Okay, they they say they left some villains left over. Oh, De- Deathstroke. Okay, Deathstroke's cool, but still. Uh, I don't believe for a second. Yes, they thought maybe they could continue this, but I they shot their load on the first one. Gotcha. Too many of this the heroes. This is a three issue series. Th- this is a three issue series, but they say they want it to deceased in general. They want to make it a big, a, a lot of you know, like uh, mini series. They did too much damage in the first one because everybody's already gone. Batman, Superman. I don't remember what happened to Wonder Woman, which is pretty much how I feel about Wonder Woman in general. Uh, but all the major ones are gone. I mean, Flash is gone. Green Lantern's gone. Everybody's gone. I really wish they had taken the time. You know you know who did this kind of alternate universe thing best in the past decade? Was Injustice, the Injustice comics. Deceased should have been like the Injustice comics. Okay. Separated from continuity and given plenty of room to breathe and tell a good story. Because... I think that in the in the DC universe you have a lot of heroes that are gods, whereas in Marvel universe you only have a few heroes that are gods. When you get zombies involved there, and can zombies turn gods, and what happens if a zombie does turn a god? That that's kind of a big deal. Uh, that's a big changing point in the story. In Marvel, there aren't a whole lot of heroes that are like gods, so uh, the ones that were like gods didn't really get turned. In DC, I mean, half the heroes are fucking yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I think it's an interesting variation on the story, and I really wish they'd given it time to breathe. And they, they certainly didn't, and they want to turn this into an extended thing. And by by the third extension of this, I mean, we're, we're going to be finding out what Black Manta did during the zombie apocalypse. Right. And I don't fucking care. I agree. That being said, DC uh, Unkillables, number one, great fucking comic, Uh but I, I'm, I read it, and I'm like, this is really good, and I'm really pissed off at the lost potential here. Right. It's unfortunate, really. Because, like you said, good issue. Where do you go from there? Well, I mean, I'm sure they have a story in mind for these characters, but, I mean, they have three good characters and, th- you know, five other characters I'm not even sure I've actually... I don't even know if I've ever seen Mirror Master in something, Okay. <laughs> Which Mirror Master? I, I have no yeah. fucking idea who that is. Exactly. He shows up and says, come escape with me through my mirror, and they go. <laughs> it, it made me sad and happy at the same time. Happy inside. Sappy? Sappy. Let's go with it. Which, um, how much more do we have on that list? He's rolling into his sports report now. Well, what the fuck you got over there? What, Have we not had enough paying? sports already? No. <laughs> Fucking A. I have my WTF. Right, call shop. me and put me on speakerphone and I'll like this. I know. Alright, so... Sports report, I guess. I was going to say, you have a whole lot of shit right in front of you. Well, I got two pages, so go fuck yourself. Holy fuck, even more. 
So the big thing now for sports is the I don't I don't know. I mean, do you watch still watch Sports Center in the morning? Do you follow sports? Do you do? Anything? I try to keep up. What does that mean? It means no. Okay. So the big thing now is the the sign stealing scandal in yes. baseball. You know about that? I do. All right. So the Astros got caught stealing signs from other teams. They had some elaborate scheme where they were using computer, like a camera attached to a computer. It was relaying signs through an algorithm to the players in the dugout, and they were sending the signs to the players that were hitting by beating on a trash can. Mm-hmm. What? So, my thing of it is, is I've played baseball. You know that I'm a baseball freak. Mm-hmm. Um, I play baseball. I still play baseball to this day. I played in an over 35, over 30 league um, during the summertime. You're always trying to get an advantage um, when you're on the base pass. So the guy at second base is always looking. You can always look in behind the pitcher to the catcher. You can see the signs that they're putting down. So, but the, the thing with the catcher is they're always, you know, throwing down random signs. And it, there's always some indicator that they've got that is the sign, the second sign after the indicator. Whatever the fuck the case may be. It's different for every team. So, how do you understand, how do you know what pitch is coming anyways? So, if you don't know, there's no advantage there. Right. But I, I played baseball all through high school and even a little bit in college. And the guy at second base, when you get on second base, you're always trying to give the hitter an advantage. You're always trying to steal signs. Always trying to, to tell the hitter what pitch is coming, whatever it might be. My whole thing with that is, is there's two things. A, you got to be right. Mm-hmm. If you're not right, don't fucking matter. And B, it's got to be in the strike zone. You can know what pitch is coming. And I, and I, I spoke with my father, who's always he's been my coach when I was in Little League, when I was in, you know, in A-ball, whatever, all the way through. He didn't coach my high school team, but, you know, him and I talked about it on Thursday um, at my nephew's hockey game. This shit has gone on for centuries. Stealing signs, trying to get an advantage as the hitter. So my thing is, is what's, what's the big deal? The big deal becomes is the fact that they were using a computer algorithm to get the, the information to the hitter. I gotta say, for half of that, I thought you were talking about literal signs, like people were running around stealing Astro signs, <laughs> and I was like, this sounds like the plot from a 1970s Batman Joker's really good idea to steal a bunch of signs. Right. Um, so, you know, basically it's you know, fastball, curveball, slider, whatever the pitch might be. My whole thing is, is you know, yeah, you can know what pitch is coming, and yeah, there's a there's a an advantage to know what pitch is coming. Fastball, you got to be a little quicker to the ball, whatever it might be. But my whole big thing with this whole thing is, is that pitch has still got to be a strike. Mm-hmm. It's got to be in the strike zone. If it's not, what the fuck does it matter? Right. You know, I, I've I've thought about it. You know, I've talked to and I've thought about it in my head. You know, I've talked to myself about it because that's the only person that I can talk to about these things. <laughs> I have great conversations with myself about these things. You know, the Astros fired their GM and they 
fired their manager because he was he was going to be suspended for an entire year because of the whole situation because he knew what was going on didn't report it yada 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 they were fined five million dollars for this this thing but none of the players are being punished for it so and on top of that Joey or Alex Cora from the Red Sox yep he was fired because of the whole situation. Because he was part of the team in 2017. He was a bench coach at the time. He knew what was going on. So they were going to spend him for a year, so the Red Sox cut ties with him. Mm-hmm. And then Carlos Beltran, who just got hired as the Mets manager, was let go also. He was only the manager for two months, but he was a member of the team in 2017 when they won the World Series. They cut ties with him right off the, just right off the bat. In the old days, this would have been handled on the field. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, guys. In the old days, back when, you know, in the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, even the 80s, you did shit like this, you got hit. You took a fastball in the hip, you took a fastball in the the back. Players handled the situations themselves. And I don't understand why these things have gone away from that. You know, my big thing is is it sh- this should be handled by the players. The players should be taking advantage of it. Now, do I think do I th- am I saying oh the players need to throw at certain people intentionally? No, I don't. Th- I don't agree with throwing at people intentionally. But on the same token, the game has changed from when I played, and I don't agree with that. I don't agree with the fact that you can't throw inside anymore. Um, if you throw inside, hit somebody. You know, there's a bench clearing brawl. It's it's gotten to be too much like pity bullshit. Mm-hmm. I guess is the word I'm saying. Um, so the whole thing with the science the science skin scandal is, I think this should be medi- handled by the players on the field. Some of these guys need to get hit. I think these guys, I think the Astro guys know that they're going to get hit. Oh, without doubt. Well, and I, and I, and I, you know, that's the way it should be handled. You know, I'm not I'm not somebody who's going to go out there and throw at guys intentionally, but some of these guys need to be hit. Some of the star players need to get hit, and I think they need to realize that that's going to happen. Um, and then it should be done. You did it. You got caught. Whoop de freaking do. Four or five guys get drilled throughout the course of the year, type of thing. You get hit a couple of different times, whatever it might be. Next year, it's all over with. Right. Look the other way. Yeah. Take your punishment. Yeah, on. exactly. And and I think the Astral players know that this is coming. They're they're thinking, okay, you know, maybe not the first game, maybe not the second game, maybe not the tenth game, maybe mid season. I'm going to get drilled for this. Yeah, it's coming. It's and, and and it should be. It should be, and they should understand that this is how it's going to be handled. If you've got a problem with it, get the fuck out the game. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm a I'm a pro, and I've always told this. I've told my I told my father. I told anybody who if I was managing, my pitchers would always pitch inside, and if you hit somebody, eh, who cares? Because players nowadays, uh, you know, I, I know you don't watch baseball. I know you don't watch sports. Well, and, I know it's a lot harder to hit a home run with the balls closer to your center of mass. Right, so that makes sense. But here's the thing: with the guys nowadays, and you can test this. Guys crowd the plate more. Mm-hmm. Now, when I was playing, you didn't crowd the plate because you were afraid. To get hit, court. You're yeah. gonna get hit. You're gonna get hit in the head. You're gonna get hit in the back. When I was a JV, when I played JV, and I, I this coach, I, I absolutely love this coach. The first batting practice, 
he told you, and he forgot told you, stand in the box, I'm going to fucking hit you. I'm going to throw inside, and you're going to deal with it. If you move out of the way, you're not going to hit. I'm going to put you on the bench, you're going to watch everybody else hit. He, he made sure that you were aware that this was going to happen. It's going to happen in the game. You're not going to be able to do anything about it. So get used to it. And he literally would throw at you. Now, I started out as a freshman, and the very first time he threw at me, I backed out of the box. And he looked at me and said, what the fuck are you doing? Don't back out of the box. Did he actually say fuck? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And he, he would throw at you intentionally, and he would literally throw at your head intentionally. And... After and this is how we get concussions. Yep. <laughs> this is yeah, back to the concussions. It's a beggar, huh? So, but you realized that it was going to happen. It was going to happen in the game. You were going to get thrown inside. You were going to get hit. It was part of the game. And there's nothing you can do about it. So, after the first practice, second practice, it wasn't a big deal. He would throw inside. You wouldn't care about it. You'd get hit. I mean, he literally would hit you during batting practice. So you get used to it. You get used to it. So in the game time, when somebody threw inside, you weren't bat, you weren't diving out of the way, you weren't, you know, you weren't moving, you weren't. He always said, if somebody's going to throw inside, just turn your back to it, because that's where your most, your most uh, protection is. Your back, your ass, except for your kidneys. Well, yeah, who needs that? And it, you, you laugh, and I got hit. No, no, we need our kidneys back. No, I don't. So, but the whole science, the whole science, science stealing scandal. I, I just think the players need to. To mitigate the the punishment to the other players and let it be done. Just put that anywhere. So that's my whole take on the science science scandal. Everybody's like, oh, you know, the, the players that they stole the, they stole from the other players. The Yankees should have won the World Series that year. Yada yada yada. What those fucking fuckers? Uh, seriously. Well, let's not get into that right now. So let the let the players handle the punishment. That's my take on that thing. It's just let the players handle the punishment. Throughout the league, each team, whatever you feel, whatever you feel. I mean, if the Yankees want to hit you, then you know what? They let them do it. Get it done and over with. Be done with it. Move on. It happened. You can't change it. Let the players deal with it. How much am I getting getting paid to get hit with a baseball? Millions of dollars. Okay, fuck it. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. You're getting paid, and this is my my whole take on this whole thing. And and I can go into a whole drawn out thing on this it, it doesn't doesn't talk about baseball it's baseball it's football you're getting paid to play a game stop showboating right and I'm not going to go into it because that's going to be a long drawn out thing yeah and I'm afraid that, that this was just like the first three sentences on your page so, <laughs> so that's my whole th- take on the, the science scaling science stealing scandal with the Astros let the players mitigate the punishment and be done with it. Stop bitching about it. It happened. You can't change the fact that it happened. Move on. Right. They're not taking away the championships. Right. They're not going to do it. it. Deal with it. Let the players mitigate the, the the punishment and be done with it. Um, a couple other things that I've got. Um, I watched the Daytona on fr- on Monday because it got rained out on Thursday. Scary shit. Scary shit. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I was going to bring up. Ryan Newman uh, involved in a serious car serious accident. And the last lap, um, car flipped in the air, landed on its roof, was T-boned right on the driver's side, ended up in the hospital, serious, non-life-threatening injuries. Walked out of there. Two days later, walked out of the hospital. Is he related to Paul Newman? No. 
then I don't care. <laughs> but I, 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 you know, I'm, and you're right. But I'm happy. I'm to, right. I am really. <laughs> well, no, no. It's, no. it's, it's, it's. But I watched it, and you know, I watched it. My son and I were we were having dinner when it happened, um, and you know, car flipped over. Like I said, T-boned right on the driver's side, right at the driver's side window. Um, and he walked. He, he didn't walk away. Took him to the hospital, but he was able to walk out of the hospital three days later. Mm-hmm. And that's that's amazing, because I don't know if you know this. Nineteen years to the day, Dale Earnhardt died on that same track, same lap, same position. Which was freaky when it happened because they talked about it after that, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Now he's gonna say that the Dale Earnhardt's ghost protected him or something. No, no, no. no. See all the all the all the fucking. There no, are no. going to be memes and Facebook yeah, yeah. shit. About right, this. and I, I don't. But well, it, it's been done. Yeah. Right, and I, and I'm not I'm not getting into that. But it just it was weird that it was 19 years to the day. I mean, literally 19 years to the day that Dale Earnhardt passed away, hitting the wall on the final turn, same spot that that Ryan Newman hit. Not the same type of accident, but still, it was kind of freaky that that was what happened. And I, you know, and I talked. I was the next morning, the next day. I was sitting at the dinner table with my mom, and I had sports center on in the background, like I always do. And they started talking about him, and he hadn't really come around. He was he had started to come around. He wasn't really awake yet. Um, but there were there was no update on him yet. And then the next day he was awake. He was talking, and the next day he walked out. He walked out of well, the hospital. You do realize that it's not weird because things are only weird when they happen in groups of ten. Decades, right? Ten years ago, twenty years ago, thirty years ago. I mean, nineteen years ago. I mean, it sounds really impressive because it's over ten, but it's nineteen. So nothing important's going to happen then. True. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I'm still listening. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? For the most part. Paul's playing Candy Crush. No, Baby Yoda. He's watching Baby Yoda. Um, I touched on it earlier. Spring training started this. This past week, first games were uh, today. Um, they're talking about the Yankees and the Dodgers being the favorites, American League, National League. Uh, you know, I don't know if the Yankees are the favorite because the Yankees are the favorite every year. Don't you agree? Oh, without a doubt, every year. You know, they got they. they I like it or not, right? And well, you're a Red Sox fan. Obviously, you're never going to like it. But you know, this whole this whole game. Is predicated predicated on pitching. They picked up the best free agent pitcher, Garrett Cole. Mm-hmm. Don't disagree with that. They are the favorite to win the whole thing. But what happens if somebody gets hurt? I mean, last year Stanton was Which hurt. Which is going to happen? Right, guys get hurt. Guys miss year. Stanton missed the entire entire year last year. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, what happens if Cole gets hurt? What happens if Severino gets hurt? You know, you go from being the favorite to being not the favorite anymore. Stop. Anointing people, right before before the season starts, and, and, it's not going to happen. Right? What happens? I mean, what happens if some of these guys have a bad? What, if, what happens if Cole can't pitch in in New York City? You know, what happens if he has a bad year or whatever it might be? Whatever it might be, stop anointing. And the same thing with the Dodgers. I mean, you, I, I, I know you know that the Dodgers picked up Mookie Betts and David Price from the Red Sox. Stop looking at Mister Clean like that. Absolutely. Looking at Mr. Clean. What the fuck? You are looking at Mr. Clean. <laughs> Did you lie about the kind of porn you watch? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I also can't. 
defend myself. <laughs> it's too fucking funny. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you know that Mookie Betts and David Price got traded. Yes, unfortunately. And immediately got traded. They were like Red Sox, Dodgers, or White Sox, or not White Sox, Yankees, Dodgers, World Series. Right. Uh, I, I'm sorry. It's it's January. Right. It's we, not we October. Started. Right. That. I mean, uh, you can't say these teams are going to make the World Series. Yeah. Okay. They're the, they're the favorite, and that's oh, they're the favorite. Ooh. Okay. What happens if people get? I mean, shit happens. When you mean? Right. When somebody gets hurt, because it's inevitably going to happen. Somebody's, oh, somebody's going to have a bad year. You know, this, that, and the other thing. But, you know, uh, my thing is stop anointing these people in dis- in January, right. December. It hasn't been done. Right. Let the season start a little bit, and then you can start talking about that shit. Stop talking about it in fucking February. Fuck you fucking fuckers. Right. Um, the other thing I got, high school. Uh, I talk high school because my nephew is um, on the FM hockey team. And I'm going to praise the FM hockey team because they made sectionals this year. They're the third place team overall. Nice. Um my nephew is the third line forward. They have a, uh, they, um, like I said, the mid sectionals, third place. They beat Rome on Thursday night and two to one. So they play again tomorrow. No, not tomorrow. Actually, it's tomorrow. They play Monday at Show of Park for the chance to play for the sectional title. Camillos? Yep. Okay. Very good. I'm impressed. I know Show of Park. I'm impressed. Do you play football there, or do you just go there and touch people? <laughs> let's not go there. <laughs> let, let, <laughs> let's not discuss why. No show fight. Um. So yeah. So my my shout out is to my to my nephew. Um. He's played hockey his entire you know for, since time he was three or four years old. He's played hockey and he loves it. Um, this year's been a struggle for him because he wasn't playing a lot. Um. He got hurt at the beginning of the year, broke his shoulder blade, which is Ooh. tough to do. When he, they took him to the doctors, the doctor told him that the shoulder blade is the hardest bone in the body to break. Jesus Christ. They see that a lot of times they see it as only in violent car crashes. And he broke his shoulder blade. He was out six weeks. Uh, came back, damn. came back, didn't play a lot. Um, but towards the end of the season, the coach kind of put him on the ice. And since he's been playing more, the team has played a lot better. Nice. So it, it makes me feel good. It makes my brother feel good, my sister-in-law, my mom, our whole family. We, we go to every single game. We're there every time for them, cheering for them. Um, so it's 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 great to see them playing well. I'm hoping they can beat West Indy, which is the top team Excuse me in the in the conference. So if they can beat them, they got a chance at the sectional title and can go on to states. So um, hopefully Monday night they actually – play well and win if they don't so be it but it's been a good season for them um he actually scored a goal down in uh rome for a tournament they were in for christmas so that's the only point he had for the year but good for him i mean he, he it was exciting because we were there for it um, right so it was nice to see um last couple things i got um first and foremost is uh rest in peace kobe bryant Yes, we haven't touched on that yet. Yeah, Kobe Bryant and his daughter, uh, unfortunately, killed in a car, in a, not a car accident, Jesus Christ, a helicopter crash. Um, the memes were awful. Oh my God! Right. <laughs> so, I, and you know, obviously, I didn't, I didn't know Kobe personally, but from I the st- <laughs> no, I didn't. From the stories that I heard, I mean, when he, he first clean my cat boxes. 
But only the like on the second Wednesday of every month when he wasn't playing a game. <laughs> he was busy. Yeah. yeah. When he was bu- when he wasn't busy. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um. So uh, great player. Definite. He's supposed to be elect- inducted into the Hall of Fame this, this year. Was his first year eligibility. No doubt he's going to get in. He well, was, now, yeah. Even but even before this, but now, yeah. But, um, but a, a, a great loss to the to the basketball community. His daughter. Um, yeah, that's awful. That was awful. That was the fact that you know, and and it's not just him and his daughter. I mean, the, everybody that was involved. Dude, but nine other people. Nine other people in the crash. The one of the guys that was killed was a coach a for coach. A junior college baseball team that is like the best junior college baseball team in the country. Um, him, his wife, and a, her da- their daughter. So they and they had another son and another. So what you're saying is statistically there was someone way hotter than him on that plane when it went down. Well, that's not what I'm saying. That's but. You know, it's a possibility, right? It is a possibility. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was females on the plane on the helicopter. So. I mean, there, there could have been somebody you know more important, somebody smarter, somebody yep. more important to the entire world than than, than just that basketball star that went down. On exactly. Well, and, who and, did we hear about though? <laughs> I mean, you right. You hear about Kobe. You hear about his daughter. That was the big thing. I, I I like what CNN did. I mean, they talked about Kobe the first day, but as they found out that there was other people on the flight, they started talking more about everybody. On, well, that's good on the flight on the helicopter on the helicopter, and it was a helicopter. Uh, you know, the more you hear about it, it was a helicopter that a was um they they had taken many many a times. It was a helicopter that they flew. More than once. Yeah, because he didn't he didn't drive downtown like the plebes. He only right. like, flew downtown. Right, and that was that was everybody was like, oh, well, why is he flying from his house to there? It, it was like a two hour car ride to where they were going. It was like a like a fifteen minute flight. Yeah, or this is Los Angeles. A right. two hour car car ride is like three or four blocks. Right, <laughs> that's right. true. That's very true. Um, but you know, as you found out more and more, um, the the helicopter was not. Um, did not have the capabilities to fly in the weather that it was flying in. The pilot did, but the helicopter did not. Um, no black box, so they don't know really what was going on. Um, the air traffic controllers were trying to direct them down the highways and whatnot. But shit happens, you know. I'm going to throw up on so myself. So what you're saying is, is the pilot got a message that says one of the passengers has information that will lead to the arrest of Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Fly into the hillside. Yeah. <laughs> just, just crash that fucking. No, thing. no, no. They don't fly into. The, they don't, doesn't say that. They just do it because they know. Right. Yeah. So you know, all joking aside, you know, rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace, G- Gianna, which is his daughter. Um, Joe Antonelli, which was the coach from Orange County, and all, everybody on the on the helicopter. It's, there it's, were what nine of them? Nine of them total. Between the the pilot, Kobe, and his daughter, and everybody else on the flight, there was a. A girl, um, actually, uh, Joe Antonelli's daughter was on Kobe's daughter's basketball team. Um, and it, it, what they've done uh, after it happened, I mean, the NBA, um, they did uh, every team did some sort of tribute for Kobe Bryant. Um, one team took a 24-second viol- shot clock violation, which is the amount of time you have to shoot. Yeah, I know. Um, and then another, the other team, so one team, whatever team got the the tip. Um, they took an eight eight second backcourt violation, 
um, because that was his first. That was his number when he first started out playing, and then as he he switched to 24 when he was you know in the middle of his career. So they did an eight eight second backcourt violation, which means they didn't bring the ball over to half court in time, um, and it was pre arranged by, by each team. And then the next team took a 24 second violation in honor of Kobe. And it it was it was across the board. It wasn't just like certain teams. It wasn't the Lakers. It wasn't every team. Both teams on on each side did it. So. Without getting into it in detail, I just want to ask you, since you're the sports guy, yep. um, I've also seen a lot of things about, you know, hey, you know, it's awful that he died and there were a bunch of people that accused him of rape. Is there, is there, because I know, you know, th- th- those things aren't always true. I, I don't follow sports, so I didn't know this story. Is there anything to that? And not yes. saying he was killed because of that, no. but... No, but okay. he, he did. Um, there was an allegations, and it was proved that he did have extramarital affair okay. with um, a, some... I don't even... I can't remember the whole situation behind it, but basically it was... He had an extramarital affair um, one time when he was rehabbing his knee in, like, Colorado with his trainer or something like that. Yeah, he does realize rehabbing your knee and rehab are like not the same thing. And really not, one is a good excuse for like, you know, fucking another woman. The other isn't. Right, right. Okay. So, you know, but, and uh, his wife, God rest, you know, her, his wife stuck by him to the whole thing. Um, they had, they have, they have four kids. Obviously his middle daughter was killed in a helicopter crash with him. He has an older daughter and two younger daughters. So what you're saying is that regardless of the bits of news I found, and now you can't find anything. If you search Kobe for Bryant, it's all like, you know, flowery memorial shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I shouldn't feel bad about feeling bad about him dying. No. All right. You feel comfortable saying that? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it, it happens. It, it, it happens. It happened. It, it happens every day. People die every day, you know? Well, no, I mean the rape allegations. No, you know some people were saying you know he was accused of rape and blah blah. Well, blah, he was he was accused of rape. He was proven that it, it did happen. The the girl that he had sexual relations with, um, it was proven he did rape somebody. Yeah, he raped somebody. Yeah. Well, I, I, okay, okay, extramarital relations and raping somebody. You know, one of those gets you your own NBA Jam marquee. The other doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, it, it it originally came out as <laughs> Paul's like I'm confused on the name of the show now. He's gonna piss himself over here. <laughs> no, good. That might be the best Bro. joke I've ever made. Um, at the time he was accused of and proven that it did happen. It was not consensual at the time, but years later it came out that. It was consensual. She was looking to get some money behind it, type of thing. So, okay. <laughs> so it was kind of you. You both. How was he still in the NBA? If it, oh, at it least does, for uh, a little while, no, it, it was. Right. Let's not go there. Okay. Let's not All go right. there. Um, and the last thing I, I want to talk about is um, is something that's close to me is SU basketball. You know, I I, I love Beheim. He's a great coach. People think he's maybe coached past his prime. Brian. I mean. But his team this year, no, they're not going to make the NC2As. It doesn't happen very often where he does not make the, the tournament. Uh, maybe I was talking about but maybe once every 10 years he doesn't make the tournament. But his team this year is very young. It's a young team. He's got a son. He's a sophomore. His starting point guard is a freshman. 
Um, he's got three juniors at the back of the lines. He's got three juniors at the power forward, small forward, in the center. Um, so they're a very young team. I think next year they're going to be a powerhouse team. Because the, the kid who came in this year is Joe Girardi. Um, and he's not related to Joe Girardi from the Yankees. Just going to put that out there. He's from Glens Falls. Well, well I'm thank you because I totally thought they were brothers. Yeah, no, no relation whatsoever. Um, he is the leading point scorer in high school basketball history for New York State. Um, Choice to go to SU. He's he's been great this year. Um, didn't start out as the, he wasn't even starting at the beginning of the year, but the starting point guard got hurt. He stepped in. When he stepped in, the team started to play a little bit better. But they're like again, young team, bad shots, not playing well. Um, played well of late. Um, they won today, but they lost five straight before that. So it, it's growing pains. And I, I think everybody who's an SU fan, um, basketball fan, they just need to kind of pump the brakes and and kind of be like, hey, you know, this year is a growing. It's a growing team. It's a young team. Um, but next year they're going to be. I think they're going to be a, a, a very good team. Um, so we'll have to wait till next year because, like I said, they're not going to make the tournament this year unless they win out and then win a few games in the ACC tournament. Will they make the tournament? So, but you're not seeing that. I, I, I don't see it. I don't. I don't see them making the tournament. I hope to God they prove me wrong. You know, if they went out and win two games in the tournament in the ACC tournament, they got a chance. But uh, I just don't see it this year. Not this year. Next year. Look out! I think they can make the final four next year. So, and that's what I got for uh, sports. Any comments, questions, concerns? Go ahead and go fuck yourselves. I was gonna say, like, route them to Corbs at we don't actually have an email for you. dot com. <laughs> <laughs> True, but yeah, I mean, and, and if anybody wants me to talk about anything sports wise or whatever, twenty bucks. Nah, I'll say ten. So, before we end this show, I do want to say that I'm rather proud of myself for something that happened this week. Um, I used... Has anyone here seen the movie Waiting? Yes. Yes. Love that movie. Okay, okay. You you do realize that's an accurate description of working in food service at that time. It is. Not sure how it is now. Yeah, but I lived it. I lived it. I lived the bat wing. People pulling their genitals out and making shapes. The brain. Oh, my God. The brain. Yes. (laughs) And then calling you a faggot for actually because you walked around the corner. Yeah, Um, I actually used a line from that movie to teach my eight-year-old how to spell something. She says to me yesterday, she's in the back of the car while we're driving around. We're trying to grocery shop. We're we're in North Syracuse. We're driving around. She goes, how do you spell extraordinary? And I go, well, Avery, you know how to spell extra, right? She goes, yes. You know how to spell ordinary, right? I go, yeah. And I go, well, the difference between, you know what I'm going to say, don't you? The difference between <laughs> yeah. extra and extraordinary is that little extra. I put my hand up and everything. I'm making the little, yeah, 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 the ball guy making the, and, and she goes, oh, extra and extraordinary are the same, except one has extra on it. She, she totally got it. That's how she That's spelled perfect. it. I, I was blown away, and I'm like, Wow. I actually used a line, an exact line, 
from it. Was it PG-13 or R? It had to be R. I think it was PG-13. No, it might have been and R. There was the fucking Bush Flash. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. From a, a comedy movie from the 90s to teach my kid how to spell. I was fairly proud of myself. <laughs> That's phenomenal. I'm not going to lie. So what do you got? And, you know, what do you have for your, your WTF? Because I know you're looking at it. You've got it all lined up. <clears throat> I do. I have it in hand. And that's not what was written on the thing. Good, because back. we're not going to end the show that way either. So, overheard at Destiny, two teenage boys walking through the mall. Neither one of them looking like they'd be way too popular with the ladies. But as I'm walking up on them, I hear one side to the other say... I mean, I could break my arm and be okay, but, like, if you slap me even kind of hard in the face, I'm probably going to cry. What? What? These are the, the, the gentlemen we're raising these days. Let's not go there. He seems to think that it's okay if he Do breaks his arm, but you slap him in the face kind of hard, he's going to cry like a little bitch. Well, you know, in all fairness, you know, you, you could, like, fuck me up really badly, and I'll get up and, like, fuck you up badly, too. But, I mean, if you, like, thwack my balls with two fingers, I'm probably going to go That's down. a different story. You know, the balls are one thing. But, literally, if you're going to cry over again and slap in the face, yeah. what the fuck? And on that note, mega money bitches. This has been a GeekPod Network production. Show notes and links to our social media can be found on our webpage, www.geekpod.com. That's G33KPOD.com. Want to help us out? Please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Reviews really help keep us on the charts. Thanks, guys, and see you next time. This has been a GeekPod Network production. production.